Oh, so uh, I wanted to let you guys know. I'm sorry. I made the executive decision and I uh, labeled the last episode 9.75. I'm sorry. If that <laughs> if that means we got to fight, I guess uh, meet me in the parking lot at dawn. Weapons are, I guess, the choice of the of each fighter. I will be bringing a, I will be bringing a dildo. Hey Jerry, let's nice. a sloppy oh, dildo. Totally shocked him meet him in the parking lot at dawn <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah I'll probably, probably back out tomorrow and see one of you guys <laughs> first of all it'd be like what the fuck why am I a, also why am i in a parking lot at dawn but <laughs> right exactly it's, it's there's not no par- there's no parking lot within miles of my house so. <laughs> post it or no i'm oh, still okay. editing the goddamn thing it's oh, almost okay. three hours long well you've done shit like that before so yeah over a course of like two episodes it we we i just no i, I mean it's just posted it ah <laughs> uh, you can never let me live down the one time that i accidentally no, I'm, I'm... upload instead of save we all make we all make mistakes, Jerry. Okay, we all make. Mistakes. You actually uploaded instead of uh, 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 checking it in advance. No, no, no. So what happened was I set up the podcast, and in order to upload it, you have to fill out a bunch of fields, write a description, and then you click uh, save, and it uploads the the episode. I there's like a anyway there's like an upload and a save thing. Basically, I sent a copy of it to Jerry. And then I hit, I was going to hit save, but accidentally hit yeah. upload. I, hit the I, right I do remember, thing. yeah. I hit like save and upload versus just save so I don't lose all the stuff that I just typed in. Yeah. And then about like an hour later, I get a notification on my phone. It says, a new episode's available. And I was like, oh, no, I hope that nobody. And then before I even finish the thought, I get a message from Jerry. Hey, Mike, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my pet. Hey, so, but on the plus side, look, the, um, the list for this for this episode is really short yeah but we'll we'll it's come almost up with like other it, stuff it's almost like only one person really added anything although yeah. no 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 there, there's stuff there's stuff there's stuff from you guys here well done i'm guessing i can tell which ones are from jerry kevin i don't think anything here is yours right Wrong. well yeah actually they're oh. all from me except for oh no no you have the you have two two slots on there skippy I do. Oh, Kevin, so you did contribute. Well done to you. Cheers. All right, so since the last episode was 9.75, I, I don't know. That's we'll figure bad. out later. Ones. You should have did 0.7 so that now it's 0.8. Yeah, we no, no. It's it's going to have to be – it's going that the numbers are going to have to increase, like, tangentially to 10. So it's going to be, that? like – What's that curve called where it always nears a number but never hits it, usually zero? Asymptotic. No, no, no. I mean, like, it's a math I think it means term. Logarithmic. It's no, it's an asymptote. Hey, <laughs> you said it. You're an asymptote. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, forget okay, it. Okay. If you're not okay. gonna take, okay, if you're not gonna take this podcast seriously, then neither am I. Speaking of <laughs> taking it seriously, I'm drinking rum and coke. What are you drinking? Yeah, that's. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to fucking take charge on this? Why don't you go ahead? Here, I'll sit yeah. back and I'll just drink whatever. Oh, actually, let me tell you what I'm drinking. I am actually back to old faithful. Teachers, yeah, nice, nice. Um, yeah, I've been drinking five-gallon jug. That's yeah, yeah I've been drinking. I've been drinking rusty nails lately, which are, by the way, really are fucking amazing. I've I've decided to add Drambuie to my regular shopping list when I go to the to the liquor store mm-hmm. because um I'm I, I work hard and I like to party hard. 
and I nice. deserve it. So that's going to be a thing from right now. Nice. Uh, but tonight I'm just I'm just drinking teacher straight. Oh, nice. What were you shaking in front of the camera, Kevin? Oh, it's a uh, red Red Bull vodka. Vodka. Cool. I'm like, uh, uh, oh, it's peach. Nice. Oh, you got pubes in it. Is that, yeah. is that what you're picking yeah, out of it? He's picking out. That was disgusting. That was disgusting. Also, Kevin, your camera looks, you look crystal clear on my screen. Jerry looks like he's on, uh, he's like on, like he's using like a, like a 1990s cell phone camera. While yours looks like very pristine and clear. I can see all the pores on your face. Everything's <laughs> so well, everything's well defined. Every gray hair is like individually like glistening on my screen. It's very nice. Should I blur my background? Whoa, that's trippy. Well, now you just stand out more, but now you just yeah, you look very. <laughs> it's funny. I'm just a tiny window, so I I I don't know how to like actually bring it full screen or what. I see the two halves. Yeah, yeah I don't know how to make me bigger. So I don't know. Skype keeps changing things. It used to automatically make a thing where whoever was talking would appear big on my screen. Yeah. Now, but now I just see a split. I see myself on the top right, and I see the the two of you, and that's it. Oh. Oh, so whoever speaks is speaker view. Got it. Jerry, what did you say you were drinking? Uh, rum and coke. What kind of rum? Uh, I think it's called Blackheart. Wait, is that from uh uh is that the Bacardi one? Is it spiced? It, it might be. Yeah, it's spiced. Um, I, I don't know. I could go and get the bottle, but it's in the other room. So Bacardi has a uh, Bacardi has a type of black rum which I cannot drink. It has the oddest flavor. Like even if I mix, even if I drown it with Coke, I can't. Like just the flavor is just too goddamn strong. I don't know. It tastes fine to me. So okay. my boss had like a box of of uh different jack daniels so look i mentioned this and look what he gave me <laughs> my bane of this existence is, so this is what you, this is how highly your boss thinks of you that's, he gave you a little tiny bonus. sample well, bottle said, of oh food. you got I, he said i have a jack daniels box like little samplers and i said "Ooh, honey and he was like yep right here and he handed it to me why did you call your boss honey See, no. I'm telling you, go for the sexual harassment thing. You have, so you called him honey. He gave you whiskey. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, what more do you need? Come Who on, get that raise. First. Yeah, Next exactly. thing you know, you wake up. You're you're uh, bent over the the desk in your office. Your pants are around your ankles, and you're like, oh man. And it's like uh, warm liquid dripping down your leg. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you had to go that extra little mile. <laughs> Uh, uh, not... While you were painting a picture, I figured I'd put some text out. Uh, uh, it's Jack, but not the Daniels. Yeah. Uh, you could just see Bob Ross. He'll put some happy little chiz right here. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the memory of that, of that wonderful man into this. He deserves better. Okay, so this segues perfectly into the, into the, the first topic. <laughs> doorbells the next flight of this country okay so do you guys I, did i mention why I, I brought this topic up and why this is another like tinfoil actually most of my topics this week are completely just tinfoil hat conspiracies like well, i i decided just good just, just decided to just go full flat out tinfoil screw it you said you got a a, a smart quote-unquote smart doorbell but you didn't you say like why, if there was any specific reason other because than crimes, general paranoia. 
Because people are coming to kill me and 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 take everything from me. Or is, well, isn't that obvious? More Have you practical. Not been watching the news. Right, but more practically, you you know you order Amazon and there's a box box on your stoop and you want to catch that guy that runs away with it. Actually, you know what I've been catching? Delivery men playing frisbee with like with my packages. That's literally all I've caught so far. It's 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 amazing how many how many packages end up sort of taking flight before they before they plop down on my porch. They, they, oh, really? like, they, they walk halfway up to the door and then toss it over? So some do. Actually, I would you, forward those to whatever the delivery service is. Well, okay, so here's the thing. UPS people do not. It's weird. I had a lot of trouble with UPS when I lived up north, but down here, UPS actually has been amazing. And UPS people, they walk up, they gently put the package down, and if it's, like, bad weather, they'll, like, put it off in the corner or hide it, blah, 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 from, like, the elements, which is really cool. The the USPS guy who delivers our mail, yeah, he doesn't even, like, try. He doesn't even walk up the driveway. Like, he just literally just fucking throws whatever the hell it is wherever it lands. But he he just sucks in general. Our, our post office is absolutely hard. If you read the reviews for our post office, I think our post office has – it's one of those rare things where – I think it's there's something like seventy or so reviews. There's not one that's over one star. Oh, I'm boy. kind of surprised that your post office has reviews. I don't think I've ever they're th- they're seen that, that, but I guess I've never really looked. They're that. They're, they're yeah. that. It's that terrible. They have. They, I've constantly gotten other people's mails. Uh, other people constantly get my mail, and it's always like sensitive stuff. Like whenever it's like time sensitive things that are like from agencies or like or like government emails or just something i really need as soon as possible like insurance or whatever it is just constantly delivered to like somebody like on a different street different house number entirely and i've gotten some really fucked up checks i've gotten i got somebody else's like tax returns for example i got somebody's weird like were uh, they trumps no <laughs> i'm gonna blow this thing how dare you <laughs> i'm the whistleblower so <laughs> I could just see like a knock on your door one day and your neighbor comes up and like, hey, Skippy, I got good news and bad news. Good news is I brought your mail. The bad news is you tested positive for herpes. <laughs> like, oh, wait That's a it? No. Just herpes? What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, like, I, yeah, I have had uh, people show up on my doorstep with very sensitive mail and it, I'm just like, Thanks. You know, you kind of make that weird like eye contact where you're like, you're like, I totally hope you didn't open this letter and look at the, you know, like what's inside. And they look look back at you and say, I hope you totally don't think that I opened it and then totally resealed it. But now I know your deepest, darkest (laughs) secrets. Yeah. Does that happen to you? No, just like what's up when I was going through like my medical stuff and and like and things like that. When I was going through like the, the job less period and things like that like these were really sensitive things that were coming to my house and i'm sorry they were supposed to come to my house they were going to all my neighbors <laughs> right. apparently right so anyway. oh and the neighbor shows up not the mailman i get it okay correct yeah no no a mailman doesn't <laughs> the show up sitting on his porch reading his mail before he delivers <laughs> it <laughs> oh man no there's no way cream is gonna help this here <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I got this. So anyway, so the point is, I got. I actually, this wasn't the first doorbell I got. I had first. I got the ring doorbell because at the time, like everybody was just getting ring doorbells, and I was like, "Hey, that's great. Let me get a ring doorbell," and that worked absolutely horribly. 
Uh, it had constant connection problems. It recorded like birds flying 10 miles away, but totally missed people walking up to my front door and ringing my doorbell for some, for some reason. So I went through a couple of these and then I got a, I got one from another company and this thing works perfectly. But the thing that I've discovered because it works so perrectly is that these things are terrifyingly uh, good at picking up things that even I don't want them to pick up. So in this example, my neighbor my my neighbors and I look at I don't have like a wide street, but I have you know like a normal street. Some of you have seen it. So the my neighbor's house is what like maybe thirty, forty feet away or something like that. I just randomly turned on my camera and my neighbors and their kid or something were standing on their front porch and talking in normal, like just conversational voice, I could see and hear every word they were saying. Were they talking about what they read in your mail the day before? <laughs> could you believe that Skippy uses this kind of cream for Yes. <laughs> I, I see him at Costco every week with that big tub of crotch cream and i just have to ask what is going on in that house <laughs> but yeah but like no but the, like it was it was it's horrible and here's the thing i'm sure you guys have seen like all the articles with like ring working with like low uh with like police um districts and everything to basically build like the surveillance network and it's just horrifying like that means when i'm standing outside my porch technically like because you know everybody has these fucking things at this point like anybody who like anybody can see and hear what i'm saying like to my wife as i leave for work every morning right and the worst part is it's it's in the family of like internet of things and and it's you know how secure are those cameras and audio thing you know where it is it going to some cloud server and you're you know you think your account is secure but those are the least secure devices out there right now. Yeah, the Internet of Things uh, stuff constantly gets dinged for having shitty firmware that's exactly. like that can easily be hacked, and they can use that to get into other things in your house. And not to mention the fact that the companies don't exactly have morals. I mean, Ring was busted for because they said they were letting a bunch of their developers in Ukraine just look at whatever videos they wanted, collected from any Ring cameras, not just the outdoor ones. So like oh, they wow. could just. Yeah, they could watch any footage. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I mean, I mean we bitch about more secure things like, you know, uh, well, not not Amazon, but maybe uh, the Google one. It's still... Nest, you mean? What? You mean the Nest stuff? The well, just, stuff. just a Google Assistant or Google Home or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, we, are, we hear stories from each of those um amazon google whatever but but like then you just go to random internet of thing like ring doorbell yeah no it's hard right it's like uh was that that really bad joke it's uh some guy's talking to his wife and his wife goes hey how come you don't have the facebook app on your phone and he goes because facebook is listening to everything we do and i and and i'm scared that they're gonna and i'm and i'm scared that they're gonna be spying on me and and my wife laughed and i laughed and siri left and alexa left <laughs> oh oh is this where i laugh because it's supposed to be a funny joke wow oh sorry, sorry. man wow, no that's sorry. apple 
Wow. Apple already. Oh, Jerry's upset because Jerry has a Google device in every room in his house, listening and recording everything he does. No, no not every room. No, I laugh is really the Apple trademark. So be careful. <laughs> that was funny. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> Good job, Kevin. Nice. So anyway, uh, honestly, uh, Skippy, I don't think you have that much to worry about. I can't see you sitting on, standing on your porch talking especially the last time i was on your porch we were looking at like cow killer ants or whatever the fuck those things are so i don't think you're gonna want to be out there what the red velvet ants yes the red velvet ants oh yeah 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 we got a nice uh lesson about those from uh from kevin a couple of episodes ago yeah some some really some some really key (laughs) stuff yeah That that was my intelligent mode anyway the point being 1984 was 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 right. We're all idiots, and we just keep putting more and more of these fucking devices into our lives. Yep. Uh, this is not gonna end well. This is not, if it was right about everything, you know, this is not gonna end well. Every every morning at 8 a.m., you have to sit in front of your doorbell to make sure you check in. Scan. Yeah. You know, it's gonna have an integrated eye scanner. <laughs> no, but it's so weird. Like, think about it. Like, think back like 15 years, right? If somebody came up to you, any kind of company or business would come up to you and say, "Hey, can we put a microphone that can record and hear your voice into your house?" You would throw them the fuck out of your house, laugh in their face, and go, "Oh my god, you are such an idiot. Why would anybody do this?" And now we are spending an insane amount of money to allow these things into our house. It's nuts. I don't it know. It really is nuts. You know, one of us did that, but two of us are like, no fucking way, not gonna well, happen. Well, yes and no. Yes, what's, one of, yes, one of what's, us what's has this a bunch thing? of it. Right, exactly. I was gonna say, if we there is, it's hard to defend that when we have a smartphone, like literally by our side, twenty four hours a day. It's true. It's true. So yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Google added that mode to their Pixel phones where. Um, you can allow it to identify any song that's playing around you. So, like, anytime on your lock screen, it, it'll say what song it, it can hear, which means you're literally opening up the mic the entire it's time. It's always listening, yeah. Yeah, it's that's crazy. And as and, soon as they came out, the people are like, this is amazing. This is why this is why Google is the best, because they can do shit like this. It's yeah. like, they're not doing this to help you identify some shitty song you're listening <laughs> to at Starbucks. They're doing this to help identify you. Yeah, yeah, they're, and they're doing it so that later <laughs> right. when you when you say like, wait, that's weird. How did Google record that? They're gonna be like, you literally gave us permission, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you know that what? eighty-page term of service we, we that we that we made you read when you turned on your music ID option on your phone? You didn't read it, did you? Oh, that sucks. Oh no, that's terrible. <laughs> you know By what's funny? Way, we'll like, be there to get your firstborn in two weeks. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my like my personal. Like, it would be awesome to me. My opinion is, like, having, uh, you know, my own personal assistant would be kick-ass. Where it is it is listening, and it's like, hey, remember to do this. Or, oh, hey, you know, that song is this. But it's the the fact that it's on the cloud and this, this concept that, like, anybody can access it or whatever. We hear these, like, horror stories. You know, it that's the part that's a little creepy. But it's like it'd be nice if it was, you know, a little bit more personalized or whatever. Okay, but here's my question. So I agree with you. That would be great. It'd be great if it was little. That's the thing. Like, actually, you said that perfectly. It's not like they sell these things as your personal assistants, 
but that's not at all what they are. Like that really isn't the role they they're now playing in your life. They're they're just data collection things that do a couple of they make a few like things easier for you. You you don't have to get up and flip a switch. You can tell it to turn, you know, a light off in one of your rooms, but then it also knows your deepest darkest secrets and so does anybody who has access to that data. But what makes me even more scared about all this is that this can't be the end. If a few years ago we couldn't possibly imagine letting cameras and the and microphones into our house, what is the most ridiculous thing we can think of that we definitely would not allow into our homes today that is totally going to be in our homes in about 10 or 15 years? The robotic butler assistant. Yes, that is actually what I was – I completely agree with that. I think the next step is we're going to literally do the iRobot thing. Yeah. Uh, the movie, not the short mm-hmm. story. Where we yes, we absolutely are gonna have murderous robots into in our fucking house. <laughs> and we're gonna be having and we're gonna be doing this podcast. I imagine it'll be episode nine point nine 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 eight seven five. And we're gonna and we're gonna be like, I can't believe my uh my butler chef robot stabbed me in the arm today, but lol, at least I don't have to make an omelet every morning for my stupid fucking kids anymore. <laughs> Oh, there's so much benefit outweighs the the negativity. Terrible. Did you did you guys see the uh, commercial for the um, Boston Dynamics is finally uh, is finally selling their robots? The one of them, the Spot, the four legged one. Oh god, those that. things are scary. The they one are, with the extra arm, like the that's, arm. That's one of the one of the accessories is yes, that arm that like looks like a huge <laughs> claw on its back that comes uh-huh. up and open doors and open doors and so, hunt you. So when you have a minute, actually, you know what, I'll, after this podcast, I'll send you guys the link, but you should really see it. So Boston Dynamics made a commercial uh, showing this thing, you know, a couple of things that it's uh, capable of doing. And immediately some guy using Adobe After Effects remade the commercial, but into this weird, like, it, it's really, it, he actually did a really great job because he, it, it looks exactly like the Boston Dynamics ad. He just added a few little things to it and changed the sounds and a few things. Changed and the music. Made it, yeah, made it into this, like, this murder bot thing. It's so great. It's That's he did awesome. Such, he did such an awesome job with it. I mean, it's kind of a terrifying thing, the fact that he had to change <clears throat> only a couple of little details to turn oh, I'm sure. this thing from like a useful utility to something that's going to wipe out humanity very, very, like very quickly and very efficiently. Like there's this one scene where it's like it, it, there's a couple of them walking by each other and like one is carrying like a bunch of cinder blocks uh, on it. And he like changed that a set of cinder blocks. It's carrying a bunch of like human skulls on its back as it like walks by the camera. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, good times. It's, it's, robot it's overlords. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if you guys know, but like Amazon actually is working on robots. They actually are building a robot for the home. They were supposed to show it this year, but they said they just haven't. Their development hasn't gone far enough yet, so they're not really ready to show yet. But they are full on developing a fucking like home robot. People think that for now it's going to be something that's like smaller and uh, has treads and basically like can sort of follow you around various rooms. And it'll, you know, respond to the Alexa command. That way you don't have to put an Alexa device into every room because you've got this, it'll little, just follow you around. You've got this little robot that follows you around the oh house. So, like, when when my friend who uses Alexa comes to my house 
and they bring their Alexa robot. If I have a Google robot, are they going to start fighting like Rock'em Sock'em robots? That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be fucking cool. That would be really fucking cool. It'd be like, hey Google, kick Alexa's ass. They 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 go into their own virtual reality and play poker together and be like, hey, you fuck you and fuck you. <laughs> but that wouldn't be an unfair fight. If you ever used Alexa, you'd know that's not a fair fight because you'd be like, hey Alexa, fight back. And Alexa would be like, I don't understand what you're saying. And it would just, like, order condoms or something for you. It, like, it's so <laughs> bad. No, seriously, like, I mean, I have – so I have, uh, obviously, Google Assistant, and then I have – I don't have Alexa in my house except for that – you know that little wand? I don't know what you're showing me. Oh, well, my, my phone heard me, and it said – it has uh, news articles. One of them is, like, Google Assistant just kicked Alexa's ass. <laughs> Again, we're laughing about it, but again, 15 years ago, that would have been horrifying. <laughs> really? <laughs> if that just popped up for you? Is that what you're saying? Well, he yeah, gave, the, it, he, I, he gave I it the command. Triggered the word. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Sorry, I completely forgot. Oh, yeah. So I have um uh, that Alexa one thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like you have to press the button. stupid push button thing like yeah. to order one item. Yeah, okay, but here's the thing. It actually has Alexa built in, and it's supposed to have the same sort of responsibilities as Alexa does. I don't think it has all the skills, but it has, like, it can do simple searches and simple inquiries. I've had it for a year. It has not answered a single fucking question yet. Not a one. No matter what I ask it for, except except for, like, things like weather or set a timer. If I ask it anything, it never knows what the hell I'm talking about. But it's and recording you anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but but that what well that well that goes back to what Kevin was saying. These things in no shape or form are personal assistants. It, like it's just sort of like yeah, it just sort of like records what I said and then tells me to go fuck myself and then sends the data back to its overlord and that's it. Yeah. Like its job is done. Right. I mean, what am I gonna do? I'm not gonna throw it in the trash and it knows it. It's like it's like my fucking cat. My cat can do whatever the hell it wants. It can shit wherever it wants. It can scratch whatever it wants. And then it just sits there and smugly looks at me, going like, what? What? You're still gonna, cl you're gonna wipe still, my ass. On yeah, your you're still carpet. gonna clean up after me and 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 love me and pet me and give me food and take care of every single one of my needs. That's what these personal assistants are. They're just like yeah. fuck you. Do we oh my god. So, we yeah. We we are literally like we are like their pets. It's terrible. Okay. Now you have these these evil Alexa robots. If you have a tiny house, can you fit one of those robots in a tiny house? You're getting good at these segues. I like Thank that. You. Thank you. Thank you. So, I, but you're skipping over things. All right, so we're moving to Mike's <laughs> do, section do, conspiracy. Do we do we need to do them in order? Wait. I didn't know there was an actual Wait. order. Wait. No, 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 no. So do you guys – okay, so when I put this in in the notes for the show, do you guys know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about tiny homes and tiny houses? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I know what a tiny so house is. I don't know is, how I it's was, a conspiracy. My wife and I were just thinking about that recently. Yeah, we're, really? That's weird. Were you guys considering it? Because that's part we of my were, conspiracy. There was a brief moment where we were talking about putting it on our property, like a yeah. like off to the side. Now, like, let me ask you this. Were like, you thinking about this a few years ago? Did it even enter your mind a few no, years ago? No, no. Ah, there you go. All right. So here's my, Okay, so I'm going to lay this out for you, okay? And then you guys can tell me how crazy I am on a scale, perhaps using the Kevin score that we never fucking utilized, which was brilliant, and I can't believe we never put it to use. <laughs> should, what a waste. Should, should I get high for this? Because it, it, it sounds like I, I need to be in an altered state to... to truly comprehend this no 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 this isn't a stretch at all this isn't like oh, the okay. uh 
This isn't like uh, what's that theory that's been? Uh, it's a really popular thing that's been floating around lately. Flat Earth? What? No, 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 not Jesus. flat Earth. It's that it's that um, philosophical. Uh, I don't remember who came up with it, but it has to do with the. Um, it's like a short kind of story where someone dies and they wake up and they're greeted by this entity and this entity says, "Oh, hello, you've died again." And he lays out this whole thing for them, t- telling them the story of how. How should I put this? It's this philosophy where you are your soul or whatever you are. You live the life of every living thing on this planet that has ever lived or has or will ever live. So, yeah. Okay, yes, Kevin, that's a very nice little bottle that your boss fucking is, is using to roofie you at work. So a- anyway. So what he tells them is that, like, they wake up, and like I said, they're greeted by this this thing, which they assume is God, and it kind of is. And it, it reveals to this this dead whatever person that there's no heaven or hell. They're going to be reincarnated into another person. And basically, over the course of near eternity, they're going to keep reincarnating into various life forms, again, on Earth that have lived before and will live and have lived and blah, blah, blah. So basically there's only one soul and it's just living out every like life ever. So basically like any person you've ever met, anything you've, or any animal or anything you've ever interacted with was just a reincarnation of you. And once you have lived the lives of all of these things, you then reach this enlightenment and become equal to this entity and then you can go join it and the rest of its kind living in some other fucking universe of enlightenment. So, yes, I should have gotten high before starting this conversation. No, it's a really interesting philosophy. Uh, my wife and I actually have talked about it quite a few times. It's it's really, really intriguing. It means that, like, literally, You yes, mean you've talked to you about it quite a few times. To me? What? <laughs> yeah. Very well. Yeah. No, no, we went over this. Like, no, we literally got drunk and had this whole conversation, like to the point where I was like, ah, oh, that means I like I fucked my dad. Like, it's this weird shit. Like, it's, <laughs> I was going to say, Wait, go, fuck you yeah, like, <laughs> go no, fuck but, yourself. But the thing is, when you're drunk and you're talking about this, you come up with some really weird additional theories because you're like, oh, that's why, like, for example, you want somebody who is a perfect mate, who's a perfect like it's a perfect match for you both like like, you know, like physically or whatever, because that because that's you at a certain level of development that understands the other you at that same stage and that's why you connect because you were that same person that's why you you look for your you look for your literally for your other half because that's that's you you know right. that's so, so what saying is like and your taste and your taste in these things change because the whole point is that you're evolving and growing and changing so that's why you always look for that balance because you've changed and you know so you find that thing but you're you're not on a soul level you're not changing so much at any one particular lifetime no you're not kind of like as you go be through these different lives and now so well you're inadvertently changing you're just not realizing it oh oh okay now yes how it's it's interesting how like what time and i say time in air quotes because obviously if you're living all these lives concurrently you know not concurrently not concurrently not concurrently well concurrently 
when you get uh, reincarnated, time doesn't exist. So you can you, you can live. Okay, like for example, yeah, literally, like yes, I can live my life, die, and then be reincarnated as you. Right. And then, no, but I'm saying oh, concurrently from our point of view. Okay. So technically, by by this theory, I'm you and Kevin also. Yes. Yes. Just uh, right. at a point, I die. I go back through this, you know. So we see time linear, linearly, uh, spiritually. According to this, time is just another dimension that you can move forward and back in. Obviously, so how it moves along. It moves along. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Does that go? Was I also Forever. George Washington? Yes. That means you were. Yes. George. And, yes. That means you were a Neanderthal. That means it, it you just, were. It a, just means yeah. we're all the same soul. Yes. Even it even takes, now, when all like how many billion are on the planet, we're all actually the same soul reincarnating into each of us. Yes. So, Come on, it's an it's an interesting. I think it's a really like it's it, one of those things that you're like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. But then you start a, thinking about it, like, but it's kind of cool to think about and talk it's about. It's a great you know thought experiment. Like every yes. story is a thought experiment. So like you you just extrapolate and and think about what it means. It does because it also means that you've been on. It means that at some point you were you were you know oh, a, a Nazi gassing yourself I was as just a Jew. Say, oh, you went to Nazi and Jew, but I was like, well, oh my god, we were all Trump. <laughs> What's the difference? It's like a Nazi. <laughs> fucking, fucking. Oh, I hate myself now. No, but like, but but that but that, but that <laughs> no, but that does bring an interesting thing because that kind of ties into certain other religions where it says that you know all souls are linked and we're all just one blah blah blah. This kind of takes it up a notch and says, yeah, you're when you're when you're doing horrible things to another to uh, another life, you're doing you're just you're just hurting yourself. That's all you're doing. You know, it's supposed to be more like that, basically. Oh, yes. And it's only when you realize those things. It's only when you learn through billions and billions of you know, years of living and experiencing all this, do you finally reach this level of entitlement? You finally understand what I guess, sort of like what the meaning of life is, or whatever but the they, hell it has to do. You know what? 42. The flaw, well, yeah. right? The, yeah. Forty-two. Yeah. The 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 flaw is people achieve um, degrees of enlightenment in a single life. Sometimes, like you, but not you, that you, level. Well, but but the point is like you know i exist as me right now and then i'm going to come back and learn more as you but like i'm also able to step outside my life and um philosophically imagine the other let's say thought uh soul experiences and then there's like the buddha who uh, you know apparently achieved enlightenment in, in his own lifetime and and then like even Jesus, if you that think was about, me. <laughs> if you think about Jesus from a philosophical angle, was like a dude, you know, struggling through his life, through all of this, whatever. I'm not gonna re re um, uh, describe all of his life, but like there are angles of even him where his life was like that, where he achieved a form of enlightenment, whatever. Right. Um, but. You know, so the point I'm is kind of like proud what I, about what I did with the wine in that lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I wish but, I could still do but that. So, but but that's interesting because like so wait a minute like if 
Which was a lot better what you do with it in a different lifetime when you were in jail and made it in a toilet. But yes. That's well, true. It, it means I was Which already was enlightened. Equally as now I lost it. Like, what the fuck? That sucks, man. No, no, no. I was enlightened but, multiple times. No, you were enlightened. But the point is that just added to your thing. And by the way, there's nothing to say that because time no longer is linear, there's nothing to say that those lives that you live as an enlightened person are towards the end of your education uh, yeah maybe uh, you maybe 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 uh coming this, back and reincarnated as jesus is like the last thing that you do and then you're like oh okay i, I, agree I think with it would be buddha oh you want to get into this, this conversation needs to be high we're gonna be like this beginning. yeah so, well okay okay oh you know what maybe that's wait, it. you know what maybe oh my for god episode 10 we should all get completely fucking high Thanks. So that's the point to the point where like when we do the podcast we don't even remember it, <laughs> and then I accidentally publish it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you, that would be we, an experience. Let me tell you. We could have a birthday, my birthday podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I am hypersensitive to that. <laughs> so I'll be like. Well, you can pick. Well, you can pick your drug of choice. I wouldn't. I would. I. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I. I would just do. Sh- I honestly, I would just eat some shrooms. Uh, I, well, I, I mean, I wouldn't admit to it on record. If I admit to it on record, no, goddamn. I don't have any in my house. Um, oh, my fucking doorbell. God damn it! So <laughs> I totally heard that. Ding dong. Wait. I'm watching you. <laughs> is your is your somewhere there's a somewhere somewhere there's a fucking developer in Ukraine going oh we got him nice <laughs> <laughs> mm. anyway so the point is this is why tiny houses are a conspiracy is what I'm saying <laughs> because so I'm wondering how I'm actually my dog and all I care about is playing with my balls. Yeah. Oh, I, I understand it all now. Never mind. Also, yeah, and, and again, Jerry, just so you know, this puts your habitual, unending, out-of-control masturbation into a whole different perspective. It's totally okay, because all you've been doing is just fucking yourself this Channeling entire time. your time. dog life. Exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah. you've been doing nothing but jerking life. yourself off for billions of years. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Well, laughs> I just blew it was all worth it. It was all true worth enlightenment. It. Oh my god! That's all that matters is when you can lick your own balls. Nice. Yeah. So many stiff socks. So anyway, <laughs> so, so okay, <laughs> okay. So the tiny house conspiracy. So here's my thing. Ready? Okay. I'm not sure in which order to explain this, but okay. You guys have seen movie like sci-fi films where they show uh, the future and. It, it seems like in a lot of them, anything from like Blade Runner to some of the enemies that you watch, like Ghost in the Shell and everything, whatever, there seems to be like this thing where overpopulation is totally a problem in the future. And you always see people living in like these tiny little cubicles, right? Like where like the bed comes out of the wall, like even in Fifth Elf, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody Coffin lives in a hotel or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they all live in these tiny little spaces, right? Okay. So in the last few years, there's been a huge uptick in general in this whole like tiny house movement. There's there's a lot of like websites that show how to build these things, how to make these things. There's people that talk about things that they convert into tiny homes. They're like totally they're like people that are turning like shipping shipping containers or like old trucks or whatever. And they're all like, yeah, this is awesome. Like I can sleep on this, and then I flip this up and it becomes a toilet, and it's great. 
they're totally like glorifying these little like tiny tiny little living spaces to the point where now like amazon sells these things you can go out and buy really? a tiny house yes you can literally yeah. go and buy a tiny $8, house from anywhere from yes from eight thousand dollars like forty thousand dollars depending on what you want to do with this thing and and like what it will what it will have and apparently you, there you can put these things together in like a week basically sure. they're, mean, becoming, they're becoming more, about your smallest camper and I, I except that it's a like a you know a couple of foundation footers and you just plop it down and there's your house well yeah i mean some of them are a little more advanced because they actually sure. do come with uh, wiring and plumbing and stuff like that. Right, right. And, you know, and, and a lot of them, like, are like, oh, yeah, and I put a solar roof on top, and this is awesome. Like, I have this tiny little things. And so I am convinced that this is all part of this, like, plan to start getting us used to the idea of living in tiny little containers because that's where we're all going. Like, this whole thing where we – like, right now where we have, like, these nice – like houses or even apartments or condos or, or like even townhouses is totally going to go away. We are literally being prepped for for living like sardines in cans to the point where like I'm even seeing more and more articles from uh, quote unquote prominent news sources where they actually say, do you really need a large house? Like, why do you need all this? Why do you need all these rooms? Why do you need this? blah, 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 blah. We are slowly becoming like they're slowly introducing and getting us used to the idea or any again even glorifying this whole idea of like living in a tiny space like why do you need all this room this is great you have this tiny little house and you have all this open space around you which by the way eventually they're going to say well if you have this little tiny space why do you need all this land you could live like in a city you can stack these things and live with your neighbors yeah just live in a amionic pod and like you know just imagine your whole life yeah, it's it's so great. It's so convenient. Look at this cool thing. You just wake up and your table is Matrix. right there. You can go, yeah, you got to work right there. Or uh, what is it like? Ready Player One. Like, why do you why do you need a huge thing? You can live in a little in a little container space, and you put on these virtual goggles, and you have this endless fucking world to explore right. anyway. Yeah, why Matrix. Do you so anyway, my conspiracy is that this is seriously the powers that be just getting us getting our mindset to the point where we will be living in these tiny little spaces within I don't know how many years. I don't even think it's going to be within the next like two generations or something. But it's like really pushing this concept where it's going to be completely normal. Especially with the fact that if you think about it that like the younger generations, millennials and uh the even the younger uh what is it? the generation Z or whatever the hell it is. Is that newer? Yeah. Yeah, like they're talking about how they can't even fucking afford houses at this point. Buying a house to them is like <laughs> just not a thing. Right. It, and and the the articles I've been reading are like people getting married and they have their own house and they don't cohabitate. Married couples will have their own houses, whether they're, you know, tiny houses or not. And they just, you know, um, I guess like perpetually date or whatever, like uh, stay at each other's houses for a certain amount of time or whatever. That's wait, that's something this, I... Wait, this, is, this is interesting. These are, these, are two, these are people that are married that don't live yes. together? That was, yes, I read an article that claimed that was a trend among the, the Z generation, whatever it's called. So wait, you're just the Z generation is for medical insurance or something? No, well, I don't know. Maybe it's like tax-related. Well, that's not, related, that, like that's not that crazy. If you think about it, I mean, considering the fact how they're how bad they're getting fucked with education and availability of jobs, yeah, why wouldn't right. they get married just for the benefits? 
Right, but but then like said, to, our generation maintain your own house, like each uh each person in the couple would maintain their own house. Um, you know, it's maybe like maybe they finally got ground down uh, the whole marriage thing and like cohabitating, and it's like no, this is all about me, but I still want to share my life with somebody, and like so you end up with your own home assets and so on, but. Oh, there was another article the, concept that I read. Uh, I can't well, that goes against what Skippy was saying. It's it's that would be more expensive maintaining two houses. No, you're that, not going to be. No, no, no. But that's the whole thing. You're not going to be maintaining two houses. You're going to be maintaining two little tiny cubicles. I, I, is, right. is, is Kevin talking about tiny houses? He's yes. talking about. He, well, he's, okay. he's, well, he's basically about he's basically talking about the idea that. Two people cohabitating in a spacious home is a dying concept. Right, exactly. In, in whatever form it takes. Right, and so it, yep, it supports the tiny house conspiracy or whatever, where people essentially, um, you know, here's a couple and each individual is like, wow, there's no way, you know, I can uh, support XYZ, so I'm just going to have my own you know, my own asset and somebody else will have their own asset. It's a combination of, um, like what you just said, the, the, the spacious house isn't a thing anymore. Um, so, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it will, so like the combination is also that like uh, the, the new generations are, you know, trying to figure out what – oh, I forgot the phrase. It's like um, save – save – Early to retirement, it's like called. I think the anachronism is fire. Um, uh, I'll have to look it up to to dive into it. But the but the new concept of these newer generations is like fuck it. I'm gonna have like minimal life, absolute minimal life, and I'm gonna save 25% of my salary, which is not amazing in the first place. And in 20 years, I'm gonna have you know three quarters of a million and it'll be enough to retire early three quarters oh, oh. of a million is not enough to retire early. no but as no. a single person living in a in a tiny house yeah exactly uh I, and by the way to add to that they're also saying uh more and more communities are talking about the uh some already allowed but uh, there's an ongoing thing about saying hey you know what if you don't want to live in a tiny house but you have a bunch of property, guess what you can do? You can buy one of these tiny houses, put it on your property, and then you can, let's say, rent it. You can Airbnb out. Airbnb, yep. But, 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 but hold on. But what's really going to happen is that they're going to put these little tiny houses in their backyards, and then their kids are going to live in it. And that just gets them used to living in one of these things in the future. Well, what's funny is that's, that's what was, like, in my own personal life like the thought process was oh maybe a tiny house and like yeah we can airbnb it or we could you know maybe someone's got a you know transition between college and and next you know their own life or whatever and whatever and my first thought was like oh how am i gonna you know hook up the utilities and all that shit (laughs) just give them a bucket (laughs) so that's it so then this is what happens. You have your tiny house and and like your wife has her tiny house. So now you guys have two tiny houses and then you have a kid and then you're like, oh, we'll get the kid a tiny house. And then like <laughs> Kevin or, or myself are like, oh, gee, 
wow, where am I going to put all my games? I'm going to get a tiny house for all my games. And soon after a while, you have this piece of land with six tiny houses on it, and then someone's going to go, hey, you know what? I could just put, like, one big house Let's on the land. between all the tiny houses. So and then talk. I won't have to go outside. <laughs> We're going to be living to like, like gerbils. Go from one house to another. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go through two, two each other houses. My tiny happening. house has Dude, my... I would totally fucking do that, man. That would be awesome. I my, would live in a gerbil house. Just, <laughs> my just tiny house jump in a giant place. wheel every morning to get like the oh, power going in your house, uh-huh. and and then scurry through a tunnel to work. It's an easy right. house, you know. I just have to uh, uh, jump on the elliptical for regenerative electrical, and mm. and like that'll last me the day. It'll be like you have a whole bathtub of like crunchy food, and you just eat it like this. Keep keep the refrigerator going for the day. When Stuff I get half home, of it I... into your cheeks, like exactly. just later. I just have exactly. to run for a, 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 an hour, and I'll charge all night. Have a giant like fifty-five gallon drum to drink from. Just be like. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really do think that this whole like weird vision of us living in a tiny space and just plugging into this virtual world is totally going to be a thing. Like, we're, but that is definitely going to happen within our lifetime. Or it is going to be. It might not be like the biggest thing, but it totally will be a thing. We'll all live in we, Facebook's little virtual whatever the fuck. Oh my god, I am so like the the Neil Asher world. Um, uh, is it Neil Ash? Yeah. Yes. The, the that whole world is just oh let the AIs fucking rule everything and and we just live with our personal assistant you know augmentation and walk around and do whatever the fuck we want live. It'll just be the ma- it it really will just be a, the Matrix. It really well, is. Well, no, be. but like, it'll be it's... a physical Matrix. You get Wait. to walk around and and be in reality instead of virtual reality. Wait, you mean like through uh um uh, uh fuck um what do you call those things? There was a Bruce Willis movie about this. Um, surrogates. Su- surrogates, yes, thank you. Like surrogates? Uh no, I no like uh the Neil Asher world is. Who's uh, I'm I'm blind I'm bad with he's, names. He's, he's a an author. author. No, no, he's an author, but I'm saying what it, of of author of what? So so it's it's. It's a you know um, space. The name? Uh, What's the name, man? Po- what? One of them was the Polity series. Um, a few months back, Kevin and I were talking a lot about the Owner series. Yes, the Owner. Thank you, because this is why that sounds familiar. Well, the Owner know. series is is relatively isolated. The 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 greater the larger Polity universe is is like a space um, soap opera type of universe and and all of his books encompass several hundred years worth of stuff but essentially the main idea is that um you know humans develop ais and they instead of like becoming the evil overlords that like um eradicate humans they become sort of like yes they 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 grow to become in charge but but it becomes this um essentially a uh, universal benefactory type of um you know again we're talking about like a futuristic type of multi uh multi um uh, solar system type of 
situation, but humans essentially have the technology to augment uh, into the network and have their quote unquote assistant, right? And and it's like really all about this assistant thing. I I totally fucking think it's the best concept. And, and, and so you I'm want this, honestly, like, obedient thing that, like, works and does what you need No, it to, it's right? not that it's obedient. It's that you think about <laughs> what's happening in real life. Like, when you, when you really pay attention to technology breakthroughs, everything that's happening right now in our life is about quantum computation and, and quantum computers. Oh, uh, this is where I'm going to check out. I'm not checking okay. No, no, it's really interesting. You're just going to talk about things that I can't even begin to comprehend. I'm no, just, no, it's like, so. I just so, want to talk about little houses. That <laughs> just, God damn it. It, it just, just keeping From it simple. tiny houses to quantum computing. Yeah, have you not heard this podcast? We're talking about crotch cream like maybe 15 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> no, From but that's the appeal of it. Okay, you never but know like, where when, it's they, going. when they make this shit in the near future, it's very possible for like. The Siri and the and the Google Assistant and the um the you know the Amazon and all the other ones the fucking uh, Samsung. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but they're all gonna be like that. It really is a serious concept that like it's gonna be double exponentially possible that they that these AI machine learning things and. There's a lot of philosophical debate about it, but I think it's what Elon's worried about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think I think Elon's mm. biggest fear is that we're all going to realize that we're in the Matrix, and his whole plan is going to fall apart. <laughs> well, that's no, why it's we have funny. to colonize Mars. Because there um, is no Mars. Stop it. <laughs> I, I I enjoy listening to this one guy on YouTube. He's uh, like a futurist. And um, this guy, Isaac Arthur. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know who I'm talking yes. about. Wait, his uh, name is Isaac Arthur? Yes. Uh, Isaac Arthur. It's, I don't think that's his real oh, name. What they said I think Arthur. he's okay. pulling it from uh, Isaac Asimov, Asimov, Arthur C. Clarke. Yeah. Um, right. But anyway, um, like one of the, the uh, things, because he, he, he likes to talk about the, the Fermi paradox a lot. And... Um, the what paradox? I'm sorry. The Fermi paradox, which is. Well, I mean, I know what that is, but let's say yes, somebody you, listening to this I'm, doesn't. I'm, I'm Maybe explain to, it explain for them. It. Basically, yeah. <laughs> if even if you say that for every like one thousand galaxies, there's one solar system that could support life, and for every of those 1,000 solar systems, like, there's one planet that could support life, and, you, you, like, even if the odds of there being uh, life starting on a planet is so minute, if you string this, this you know, this equation together, the sheer number of stars and solar systems or whatnot out there, there's there there should be tons and tons of civilizations out there. So why haven't we seen any of them? And the, so the Fermi paradox is basically just that, you know, even making all these assumptions that it's that difficult for life to start, the sheer number of stars out there, there should be something out there. The paradox is why haven't we seen anything? Why haven't we contacted anyone? You know, that kind of thing. Um, and wait, hold on. I'm sorry. The paradox. The paradox questions why we haven't contacted correct. them. Correct. Correct. Why we haven't contacted, been contacted, 
why we haven't seen other life outside but why is, of our planet. But why is that a paradox? Why can't you just argue that we that that just has because, it just hasn't happened yet? Wait, because well, that's that's one of them. It's an analysis. But how's that a but how's that a paradox? No, it's a paradox because if the if so s- someone comes up with a, a I'm not but, by the way I'm not I'm like arguing with you I'm I'm no, I'm no. Really interested uh, uh, like yeah. I'm curious yeah no so <laughs> the probability that um like like a potential life could evolve to the point of let's say humans could be one in I'm just gonna throw something out like one in a million right there's okay. there is so many stars that there are many millions of stars that there sh- there should be enough of uh, hits on the probability so that there are other aliens, but yet we still haven't seen any. So are we wrong on the pro- probability, or is is it a paradox that like it should exist and somehow it hasn't? Right. It's it, it's just a contradiction of there's so many. The odds are so great that there should be something out there. Why haven't we? You know, and the fact that we haven't seen it. So. But anyway, like one of the the things that this guy was talking about is like um, ascension, so to speak. And like one of the things is like if if we get to a point where we can just upload ourselves into a giant computer, why wouldn't we? It you know where where after that we're effectively immortal. We you don't mean have transcendence thing. Yeah. Um, where we're effectively immortal, we can create whatever place we want to live in, um, and it, like. Wait, let's put it into a practical timeline, right? We're, okay. Right now, we're looking at real, like, quantum computers, right? And so, let's say the quantum computer develops in the next decade, even fifty years, and and the and they make it to the point where you could let's say map your conscious in consciousness your thought processes into you know a chip on a computer so ne- then you, it does, how many more years does it take to like everyone can map and then we all just think about ourselves within a crystal or whatever the the fuck the computer is right and like why wouldn't we do that because oh we all want to live and we're all fighting for fucking physical dominance on the real world but then at a certain point there's these assistants making our lives easier and like all kinds of other weird shit is is people are tending to want them because it makes life easier you know what i mean like you know why you get to the point where it's ubiquitous to like well why i want to like I don't want to die, so why don't I upload my consciousness to a crystal that lasts forever? And then you start to get people who, just the the elderly, of like some future generation are like, well I don't want to die, I'm gonna upload. And then all of a sudden, the tendency of the entire population is upload. So you could see this evolution of progress, of everyone uploading and like departing the physical world, right? So then. We're all on this planet with, you know, controlling um, extensions of ourselves as a physical robot or whatever instead of biological beings. It's, it's, why, would you need, wait, why would you need that, though? Why do you need to exist in a physical 
shave right. if you well because you know in order to continue to exist you need like and the, and the guy that well, um, yeah. you uh, Jerry's talking about is you need energy right you still have to you still have to like produce you know solar energy or whatever and deal with like an asteroid crashing into the planet and killing everything and like blotting out the sun and like yeah like so you can't do that quantum computer without energy right so there's That's like when you still... make a matrioska brain i mean so yeah so essentially you still have to survive in a certain way it just becomes a different function like you know we need to live and eat but then like the the thing i said is i mean is no joke quantum computers are right around the comport uh, uh corner and and then it's not going to be like we might still be alive when there's a computer that could you know um potentially start mapping human thought processes so it's it's just interesting cuz like you know you you know we're going to have we have our world politics and all that shit's going to come in the in the middle of it and people are going to be like no it's not right and you know it's not religious and there's going to be a lot of years of of fighting against it but at a certain point that's it's, it's kind of how we survive as a human race so that right. brings up uh, an interesting question uh, or an interesting thought experiment. So whoever gets the first like functional um, quantum computer, how is that going to affect everyone else? I mean, basically, effectively, you could hack anything. Anything. I mean, like, whatever kind of it, normal computer encryption would be nothing for a quantum computer. Hold on. If we like, are so aware of this thing being right around the corner, I refuse to believe that somewhere in, some in like, Larry's or Sergey's basement, one of these prototypes does not exist at this point. Which is entirely possible. Well, it's, it's more... Keep in mind, this stuff trickles down to us way, way after... Um, um, it actually exists in the world and is accessible by, by people who live on a completely different, of course, finan- uh, different economic plane than we do. Of, of course. This, so if I we mean, are aware of this, I refuse to believe that somewhere this thing is not already, you know, being tested to some level, yeah, to some absolutely. degree. Well, but we are hearing like, um, you know, so the recent article is Google made finally made a quantum computer that could do something that a normal computer can't that like think about it like we yeah, haven't it actually made a quantum computer that could outperform a regular computer but until recently where google is they sort of like news got out but then they pulled it back they were like we want to make sure that's really a valid comment so like we're on the verge of this next generation type of computer and of course it's decades before it becomes like you know human capable or whatever but that's like elon musk talking about the neural interface that you know a couple of episodes back you guys are talking about or what do you mean you mean we were talking about it we were yeah um you mean you were there kevin you guys are <laughs> Jerry. Really Jerry me. was bringing it up, and I just wasn't. I, I just wasn't in the right mind. I, I, I wasn't <laughs> able to 
to to comment about it intelligently because that was on one whoa, of his whoa, whoa, whoa. lower ascensions. You you were you were plenty intelligent in that episode. Take it oh, easy. All totally, right. <laughs> but my intelligence was yeah. looking at mermaid unicorns and not That's really true. Um, you know, uh, mental augmentation devices. All right, so I'm not coming to boys' night. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that was the best episode yet. I, I, I liked, I liked myself in that episode. Oh yeah. Um, uh, but when it comes to mental, you look great in that, in that little shirt you were. That was not. Oh yeah. <laughs> that guy. Perky little. Oh wait. It, it was. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't realize it was that cold in that room that day. <laughs> anyway, like, you know, at this point we're all just sort of dreaming and whatever. And but like to me that's. That's a cool – it almost seems like that's the avenue humans are going in is the quantum computation. And and then, you know, it's it's an intelligence age. And maybe we need that. We do. But right now, my whole thing was more focused on these people, these young people with no money explaining how exactly y- your sink can also be a toilet and it's totally sanitary. <laughs> so so we've got a ways to go. I, I you know what? They're they're neat and and I think part of it is the also uh, com- the quantum the computer or the tiny houses. Yes. You know what? They, they are, are I can't help but think that they they look really good on paper, but one if you actually think about living in one of those oh, I and imagine. functioning not it's a fucking room. it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, not it's with not anyone dumb. else. It's yeah, it's basically the size of a tiny, not even a tiny apartment. I mean, these things are like two hundred square feet. Yeah, it's a hotel room. You got it's you know a little bedroom no because thing, even, no there's thing a, and a bathrooming thing. It's the there, average it's, home in Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm really. But anyway, but that but, well, the whole point was that that was. That was the conspiracy. I, I really thought I'd get a lot more pushback on that. I'll be honest. No, I, I honestly don't think that that's where it's coming from. Uh, I go. think a lot of it Jerry is Mr. also, um, you know, just just the the environmentally conscious or like, oh, you know, a smaller home, a smaller carbon footprint. I don't need all this, you know, with all that stuff is wasteful. You know, we could live cheaper. We could live smarter and stuff like that. But Um, you're not, but but, but, hold on, hold on. The people that are pushing this agenda, the people that are trying to convince you this are not the ones who are going to be living in them. This is being, this is being presented to people who are, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I can see Jeff Bezos living in a fucking tiny house. Get the no, hell out. no, no. I think it comes because so this that's why no, I brought up just... that the millennials and the Z generation are like, I'm gonna live with my parents and have like zero expenses, and I'm gonna but save twenty five percent of my sixty thousand yeah, dollars salary. Hold on, they're living. Hold on, millennials and the Z generation isn't living with their parents because they want to live with their parents. They're living generation. They're living. Uh, with certain restrictions because they have no other fucking choice. It's it's a it's a right. So it really is a fuck, that, it really wait. is a crisis. No, like, it yes, is of course. It, that's because like the cost of living and um uh oh fuck like you know ten thousand dollars ten years ago is not ten thousand dollars anymore. It's 
you know, it's two thousand dollars. So and and we haven't economics hasn't caught up to the same amount of money. So they're really even though, you know, a a a a person can get out of college and maybe start with a sixty thousand dollar job, they're like, There's no way I can live on this. It's it's nothing like it you know, 10 years ago, $60,000 could have done. So they do tiny houses. They live with their parents. They save 25%. Of, they they live on cheap shit. They work. They're not years. saving anything. No, that's the problem. Oh, that's not true. Yes, they are totally no, saving. No, look okay. Up, they're, they're the, fire, the fire retirement plan. I will look up the fire retirement, but I, I not a day goes by when I don't read at least a handful of articles that says that millennials have saved shit. Like the younger generations don't have anything saved up. They're not in de- well, no, they are in debt uh, as far as like education debt is concerned. And the, I mean, there is some debt. Um, actually, no, I'm sorry. Let me backtrack a little bit. Actually, there is a uh, a good amount of debt, especially when it when you look at um, education. But as far as savings, they're not existent. It's it's a what's happening is because of those extreme circumstances. Some of them, not all of them, it's not maybe indicative of all of them, but some of them are finding incredibly odd, like extreme situations to persevere, which includes tiny house or like, um, you know, close to as close to zero expense life as they can. And they save, you know, at at. 30 something they're saving 25% of their salary on a 60 to 80,000 dollar salary that's insane they're, like they when don't I look have at, 60 or 80,000 dollar your salary they're, that's not they're I, again the, I, we must be getting very different information because everything that I've been reading says the complete opposite it says that they're they're either a huge lack of jobs or severely underpaid jobs and they are saving shit because even though if you're looking at their expenses yeah their expenses are not where some of our expenses are but actually to live in a tiny house to to okay let's say even if you are like somebody living in a tiny house living with your with your parents or whatever your expenses are still pretty goddamn significant compared to what ours was ours were 15 20 years ago they're pretty much spending the same amount of money but getting nothing back out of it well, Every, certainly. Think about it. Think about it. Wages have be, have been stagnant for a very long time, but everything has gotten more expensive, from yeah. food to clothing to right. to utilities to things that you unfortunately have to own at this point in order to function in society, like smartphones. Yeah. Like all that stuff has skyrocketed. Salaries have not. So they're not. They're they're even with nothing to show for it. Younger generations are still spending an insane amount of money. Yeah, not to even mention education costs so yeah, totally agree with i don't you. i really don't think that they're building up some massive reservoir of retirement funds i really don't i think yeah. they're literally living barely paycheck to paycheck if that uh, I, I have definitely seen articles of some some i'm not saying it's it's the average that might just some, be the smart ones <laughs> well and and they're doing some incredible extreme things because they're like, well, fuck this shit. I have too much of this, too much of that. I'm going to live minimalistic. And it, it just is a connection to the tiny house thought process. Like, why yeah. bother with a tiny house? It's because $8,000 is a fucking cheap house, and all I need is a little hotel 
and I'm just going to live my life that way because yeah. – Well, also keep in mind an $8,000 tiny house is not a livable space. Uh, 8, 000, the $8,000 one doesn't have like electricity or plumbing or anything in it. If you're talking about one that actually is like self-sustained, the one that does have plumbing, the one that does have electricity, the one has um, things that you need like to just, again, function normally – uh, to take a shower or take a shit or turn a light on, uh, you're talking at this point forty, fifty thousand dollar little little tiny houses. Like they're not they're 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 not expensive, but again, considering the fact that salaries have remained stagnant for how many fucking decades at this point, back in the day, the last time there was a significant spike in um in earn in uh, in a uh, in earnings for the everyman, you could go out and buy yourself. A reasonably sized house for anywhere between fifty to well under a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. At this yeah. point, that but, at this point that buys you a hundred and fifty square feet, where again you're cooking in the same place you're shitting. Yeah, but uh, uh, Skippy, I, I I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. I think it's a marketing ploy. Okay, because basically what they are is the modern day equivalent of, you know, a single wide trailer. It just looks nicer. It has, yeah, modern trailer home. Yes, that's what it is. Yes, but convincing people that they should buy this and that it's an acceptable way to live that takes certain amount of marketing and yes, exactly. Well, that's the same. Same, you know, takes certain amount to of marketing and whatever yeah but what i'm saying right but what i'm saying is that this marketing thing is not just to sell you like a cooler other thing it's not selling you an alternative it's selling you it's selling uh you or a younger generation a lifestyle that they're just gonna have to accept at some point i think it's not like it's not like hey you know what you could go out and buy a house. You could easily buy a house. You could, but why? You could have this little tiny house, and you could li- li- live this alternative lifestyle. That's not what this is pushing. Yeah, this I is trying think... to basically say, th- like, it's trying to introduce you to this concept of saying this is a total, this is a totally normal way to live, because they expect people to live this way going forward. That's the con- that's the. Cool I don't think conspiracy. I don't think they're magically selling it to them. I think they're like the the the. The demand exists, so the companies are meeting the demand. So that's what we don't agree. I'm saying the I'm well, no, I'm sorry, uh, we do, but I'm saying like this, it's a chicken or the egg thing. I'm saying that this demand is manufactured. I think I think it's a fact of life. There's people literally, you know, getting out of college and like, oh, I have a job. Oh, it costs crazy amount of money to do xyz i'm gonna fucking blow the system wide open and i'm just gonna buy a hotel room on on a tiny you know 200 square foot plot you know the notion the notion of going to school for a minimum four years and probably more excuse me and falling tens of thousands of dollars into debt to live in a fucking tiny box is one of the most depressing goddamn things in the world it is to us for sure it but it, but it won't be to the future generation because you know what? they're marketing tiny houses to them. You know what helps? Check and mate. <laughs> you know what helps against depression? Playing fun games. Uh, 
All right. So, so how about this? That, so, good, so the first, good, good, okay, right? so the, yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's really good. And yeah, I think the first part yeah, of that was thanks. really depressing and we need some uh, uplifting things. I just want to get, you know, the first two topics of, on my list out of the way and I feel I've done that. So why don't we pause here really quick? Cause I really do need to refill and we can pick up on the more fun things like games and then wrap this thing up. Does that sound like a plan? Sure. Okay. All right. We're going to, we'll be, we'll be back in a few minutes. Let me go refill my shit. Jerry, why do you look so tired? I know we're doing this a lot later than usual, but usually you're the one who's bragging that you're up till wee hours of the morning. It's, it's because I'm in my nice comfy chair and it's like loving embrace and warm and just come and snuggle with me. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, did, did anybody, uh, oh yeah, so we're back from the break, by the way. Uh, did anybody get anything new to drink or are you guys? No, I've, I've got the same thing. Too much. Yeah. Uh, I've been drinking. I'm on. I'm making my way through this bottle alarming. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Alarmingly fast. You are correct. I would say out of the three of us, Kevin looks the most uh, coherent, put together, and really, you know, I thought so, he was so, like getting a little bit drunk, rambly. Really? <laughs> I had to get food to counteract some blah blah blah. Yeah. See. And I, I was right. Coffee. What are you eating there, Kevin? Um, Kevin, you're supposed to take the plastic off. Yeah, I was, what the I, hell are you doing? I, I just used it to stir my coffee, so now I'm looking. Are you serious? You just stirred your coffee with a cheese stick in its original plastic. Yes, so now I will peel it. Oh, my God. And uh, it has dual usage. Jesus Christ. I, I just, I, he had nothing to do with it. Ah, oh, God damn it. People have died so you, so you can enjoy his these freedoms of stirring your coffee with goddamn cheese sticks <laughs> and and some fucking dolphin's gonna choke on that that plastic when it ends up in the ocean and die hey speaking of the ocean um and you guys i don't know what those things are but i never realized how huge those fucking turtles get uh no, they're not turtles i'm sorry uh tortoise, no tortoises are they are they turtles I, I don't know tur- any, I, the sea it, turtles yeah yeah it's a turtle shit. turtles yeah. live in water tortoises live on land yeah i know that all right i i did not know that but anyway so, this, so the thing is uh uh, uh no you know what i actually did know that but for only one reason it's in the opening of the blade runner movie remember when he's doing the interview with the guy he's like you see a turtle and it's slipped on his back and he's like what the hell is a turtle and he's like do you know what a turtle is he's like yeah he's like it's like that but it's on land <laughs> so uh yeah oh leon so um anyway these fucking sea turtles I didn't realize how fucking big they get. They are gigantic. They are like the size, like lengthwise, they are the length of a human being and more. Oh, have yeah. you seen these They're things? They're huge. Not, yeah. not in the person. The ocean tends but... to have large beings, animals. Yeah. yeah, but these things come on land and stuff. To lay eggs, sure. Yeah. And then when the the babies come out, they're so small and cute, and they're like trying to get to the water, and like the the seagulls are like eating them. And okay, I can see Kevin trying to swim towards the ocean over there. So I take back whatever I said about him being the most sober one. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, but oh man, I just watched an amazing video of these um, uh, divers basically on the bottom of the ocean, just like swimming with these uh, with the with these turtles and. Holy crap, they're huge. But they're totally like slow and peaceful and cool yeah, and calm. They're and, chill. Yeah. 
That, that's incredible. Ah, nature is amazing. I'm. So, have, it's have a shame ever, we're killing it every yeah. every second we're alive here. Have you ever like done the thing where like you boat out to a sandbar and and you you pet the um the rays the you know not the mantas but the like the stingrays or whatever they are. Oh yeah, every every time me and the wife vacation in the Barbados, we 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 go swimming with the dolphin. That no, I'm fucking poor, dude. Leave me alone. I don't do any of this shit. It's cool, but they're, I, once, they're big. I once had an aquarium with a turtle in it. That's about. Oh uh, okay. I've 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 done it once, or maybe twice, but dude, it's cool. My tiny house is on layaway. Leave me yeah, alone. Yeah. Hey, there, uh, anyone see a game about tortoises? No. Cricket. Cricket. No. Let's get back on games before the the thing. Like enough with the tortoise. He he was trying to do a good segue there. Yeah, you. Your segues are are what's the word for? Shit. Shitty. Yeah. (laughs) He kind of he kind of needs to wear a helmet, you know. So. He doesn't well, bang his I mean, look, we wall. covered we we covered the topics that I wanted to cover. So uh, the rest of it is you guys. I mean, you took you know just just take it away. I'm gonna sit here and drink my fucking stuff. No, no, I uh, I, I guess I, I brought up the the topic or, or I made note of it because I've been playing some cool games lately. I mean, you know, Skippy's just gonna like listen and then be like, yeah. Which is how he normally is on on this topic. Oh, but, okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna check out right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not because I don't find it interesting. It's because I, uh-huh. I it's because I I keep coming back to the fact that I'm legitimately jealous that you guys get to play these games. I never do. So when you're talking about them, you're like, here's what you do in these games, and here's this, and here's that. I'm like, yeah, I don't need to retain any of this information because I'm not gonna be able to enjoy this anytime soon. And by the time I get to enjoy it, I'm gonna have to relearn all this shit anyway. You know, it'd be cool if uh, like. Yes. <laughs> a billion dollars. <laughs> cool. Yeah. No, I was playing this one game uh, recently with a friend of mine, and uh, oh, is Kev- this is this is this what is this Kevin? Uh, uh, Jeff. Yes, yes. It's Jeff. <laughs> uh, fucking Jeff. Uh, Jeff. <laughs> fucking but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. Um. No, it was cool. Uh, it, like crazy game. It's it's called Seasons, and, and it's it's like you basically play the game over three years. And I'm gonna like oversimplify oh, it, but it's crazy because it's Longer got like than my marriage. How do you commit to a board game for that long? No, 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 no. Stop, stop. <laughs> Turn wise. Oh, oh, well, not actually. Thematically, oh, it's played over three it. years. I just assume you and Jeff have decided to move in together and are now playing this game for the next three years together. <laughs> well, it's called Seasons. That should be a hint. But um, <laughs> there's four seasons. Why would I assume that it takes place over the course of three years? Because so you go through. It's the, not. The it's not called. It's in not called. It's not called years. It's called seasons. <laughs> Good point. So, but anyway, it takes place. You you play through the four seasons in the three years, and like each season, there's dice that you roll, and like I pick each each face of the die has another function. Uh, so, and wait, you, are they just like numbered dice? Or no, no, no. There, dice there's specific dice. So like it'll say that, that's weird. Uh, 
Kevin wants us to watch videos right now. Uh, why are you, yeah, why are you sending us YouTube? Do you not understand how podcasts work? <laughs> is this porn or like what are you sending us? Oh, okay. Podcasts are an audio format. What am yeah. I supposed to do with your goddamn YouTube link? Yeah, oh, oh let's podcast? let's put the 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 whole podcast on hold while we watch uh, Kevin's Kevin's video here. So. No, yes, no, finish your fun. story. I'm sorry. So you and Jeff have decided to build this life together over yes, multiple yes. seasons. In a, in a tiny home. Right. Um, With sea turtles. As the Illuminati dictated for us. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I'm just, I guess it's, it's, it's very interesting. So like it starts out. It like, sounds really interesting. I gotta tell you. No, no, you, you yeah. <laughs> so you, it starts out, you get nine cards each. And uh, these cards, it's like it's sort of Nine. magic. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> it never comes out right in this. So it's kind of like Magic the Gathering esque, where you have like certain oh, types of mana. No, no, no. It, it's, I hate it's Magic. Good. It's good. No, this is different. It's very different. But but it, it in the sense that you have these cards where you have to have certain element. There's earth, air fire and water kind of thing. So you have these four elements. You need certain numbers of these elements to be able to cast this spell. And the way you get it is each season, you can roll this type of mana on the on the dice. But if there's... Oh, fuck you. <laughs> if there's, no, if no, there's, keep going. As, if like, there's this people is playing, you have four dice, and like the first player rolls, and you get to pick which die you want first and the next person picks the rest yeah, and so die. there's like there's I would I would the I would, last I would die. choose to die right now but yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're only making this more difficult can i just die <laughs> there's it's i, it's I would like all four dies please <laughs> There's I like, would like to strategy. die in each season. Oh fuck you, fuck you guys, <laughs> fuck you guys. I'm trying to. I'm a big. Fan. You sure are trying. Beauty of the strategy, and and the the the, the many levels of strategy, but Curves. never during mind. Which, well, uh, so during which season do you die of boredom? Though I don't understand. I <sighs> uh, just just. <laughs> oh, I, I I miss you. I miss you. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could be there to like give you a big hug around your neck wait, and, wait, and... <laughs> for about for about three minutes until your your eyes are old. Yeah, back. exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Anyway, there's it's yeah. it's a cool game. You, you're not interested in hearing it, but no, I no, I, I am. I just I feel like we don't have the, the right format the to this. What? The name of the game? Yeah. Uh, he asked what the name of the game was. Seasons. Oh, right. Duh. Kevin, anyway, no. So I, I feel like we don't have the right format to discuss board games. No, because we all really like board games. I mean, granted, you guys are more into that uh, th- uh, than I am, and you guys spend a lot more time in it. But it re- like board games really are awesome. And I uh, we mentioned this in in an earlier episode where like I am so glad that they're making this like resurgence into life, into every into into culture and everything. But like I just I feel like whenever we talk about them, it's just so hard to relay how these things work and what makes it helps to like to see it and have it in front of you. Like remember the Cthulhu game that we were playing? Yeah, that was great. This game starts. I went on an entire rant about it. I listened back. I listened listened back to that podcast and I was like, Jesus Christ! I just kept 
talking about this game for about 10 minutes and repeating myself over and over because I, I really, really like that game. <laughs> well, that's kind of what this game is like. At least the beginning, you draft these cards. So, like, I have nine cards. You get nine cards. I pick one. I, I you know, we draft them. I give you my hand. You give me your hand. And we pick. And the thing is, is that, like, oh, we get to hold hands? Oh, yes, we do. Oh, we sweet. go through these nine cards. Wait, yours but is then... slimy. What? <laughs> yours oh, is geez. sticky and slimy. I don't <laughs> want your hand. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, after you get these nine cards, because the game's broken up into these three years, you have to figure out which wait, ones wait, you wait, want hold to hold use first. Wait, hold on. I have to ask what? a very important question here. No, this is very pertinent. Kevin, where's the cheese stick? Because I didn't see you eat it, <laughs> but it's gone. Where did you put it? That does, okay, holding, holding up Fisty an empty wrapper does not answer my question. Where's the cheesesteak, Kevin? It's been eaten. You're, if you, you're you're, why is he bending it. over? If you put it in your anus, it, the, the cheese gets absorbed faster. And no. It goes no. right into your bloodstream. Ooh, suppository mozzarella. Nice. <laughs> Just comes right back out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Again. From, I'm guessing. From, so from crotch cream to quantum physics, uh, uh, sorry, from crotch cream to quantum computing, and from quantum computing to cheese shits <laughs> in under th- in, in under twenty minutes. Well done, us. Anyway, cheese Jerry, I'm sorry, we've been very rude to you, and yes, I've been rude many times. So, 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 yeah, no, I mean, you know, I'm on brand, but please, no, mm-hmm. go on. Okay, so we're holding each other's hands for four seasons, yes. and that what happens. No, no, but like, so you you kind of know what your opponent has but then you, you you're trying to figure out like what do i give to you and what do i keep for me but then you can only use three of those the game's broken up into like three main rounds each round is a year um thematically but you take those nine cards and you what's split the them goal up. the goal is to get the most points so to speak okay. you know okay. so yeah. um but you you can only use three of those cards at first you have to take those nine cards that you have and figure out, like, I'm going to save three for the second round, the second year, and then another three for the third round, the third year. And you're trying to figure out, like, before the game even really starts, where you're going to be at that point and what your strategy I, is. And then, of I course, feel like skipping always... when I was talking about quantum computers. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really cool. It's, it was fun. Wait, just call me like, stupid? That's no. like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't call you stupid. I called you Skippy. Wow. <laughs> he insinuated wow. you were stupid. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> that would mean I'm stupid, too, which I wasn't. So, well, yeah. But it was a lot of fun. And um, I may or may not have picked up the game today on, on sale. But, um, Ooh, so, but one of the things. Wait, wait, wait. That, you pick up the game. I'm sorry. Did you say you picked up the game on where? On sale today. Oh, at, for, some reason, I, I, for some reason I thought you said on Steam. Never mind. Go oh, ahead. No. Yeah. no, but so like one of the things is like I know I'll have this game short of like some natural disaster forever. You know, 30 years from now I can pick it up and play play it if I want to. Um, I, I've seen. Like uh, one of the guys that I, I watch for um, game reviews and stuff like that, usually I'll watch him, uh, Rado. I don't know if you've ever seen him. Rado runs through 
whatever he'll he has a youtube channel he plays games and it's a good way to kind of like you know see if that's something that you'd be interested in or not but um he likes he was talking about um some lord of the rings card game that has an app that you go through and he's like oh this is great the app adds ambiance and stuff like that um and you know you don't have to worry about the the bookkeeping of the game it it kind of takes care of all that um and you just get to focus on on your aspect of the game what playing the game but to me I, i think that's just putting like an artificial shelf life on any game the game would require an app to play like what happened yeah i actually not supported what you know do i have to like you know keep my uh a device in the box you know so if i pull it out in 10 years if that i hope that app still works and you know uh, no. i i, I want to say by the way i completely agree with you any any game that it needs any kind of thing that need, it like needs like support from you know whether it's you know uh, website apps or whatever i will not touch i absolutely will not touch if i'm playing a board game it has to be 100% physical Right. Because you're completely right. That means in a few years, and not even you'd be lucky to get to a few years, it becomes completely obsolete. The only thing is, and I don't have any actual example of this, is if the company says, "Okay, we're done supporting this, so we're going to release some kind of like um, standalone, whole, yeah, or standalone thing that just supports the game, or you can play without the app going forward." Right. Yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, uh, otherwise, I'm not touching anything that has that kind of element to it. Uh, I don't think I would mind something that said, hey, here's an app that you can use to avoid this or that, but the game has to be able to play alone, you know, without any kind of outside outside help. Do you guys Uh, remember, I don't know what it was called, but there was was a couple of board games that were out, and this was a really long time ago, where you had to pop in a VC... uh, (laughs) You had to pump it. Uh, you, uh, I'm sorry. You had to uh, pop in a VHS tape. Oh yeah. And, and play and yeah, hit like play and pause as you play the game. Uh huh. Yeah. I like, vaguely fast forward to like, like you know, yeah. how it counts like the feet on the tape or whatever the fuck it yeah, was. Like fast I, it's, forward it's, to twelve fifty three. Yeah, yeah. It's been so long, but oh my god, I remember that. That was the that was the dumbest fucking thing in the world. That completely did not work, but it was also incredibly cool. Like but choose your that, own adventure books or something. Sort of like that. It just yeah, it's sort of like okay, you've reached this like chapter, like fast forward to this point in the tape and watch like this explanation or this introduction and this like this weird like the one that we played had like yeah, this like weird thing in a black hood with like a skull come up and say, Ooh, you are blah 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 and da, 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 whatever. <laughs> and yeah, oh god, that was so horrible. But like even something like that is just completely obsolete and useless at this point. What you don't have a an old VHS unit and I do and like I a, actually a, do I have a, a CRT TV with Ooh. wow yeah one of those I all mean, in one not, units it's not, yeah yeah I remember yeah back in the day that was like you were like the big shit if you were like this thing can do VHS and DVD, and DVD. that's right are you uh, now I mean are you ready to lose your virginity to me now or do I, <laughs> do I need to go get the laser disc <laughs> nice. Where are you, know. you going? Come back. Oh. If she really knew what was good, she'd go for you if you had Betamax. Oh my god. I actually never had a Betamax. 
ever. No, not me. Really? Neither one of you had a Betamax? I no. did. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do have an HD DVD player, though. I do. Uh, yeah, I had. I you know what? I don't have an HD HD TV player, but I do have a few HD DVDs. I do, which I can't. You watch. have some SDDs, some DDs. No, uh, we back what? to Crossstream. No, yeah. no, I have, I have. Uh, remember when the battle between HD DVDs and Blu-rays were going on? Uh, there was a time when HD DVD looked like it was gonna win. So I went out and bought a, a few things on AG DVD, and then like pretty much a week later, they were like, "Yeah, AG DVD is dead. Blu-rays are gonna win." And I'm like, "Fucking god!" PlayStation was <laughs> win. Yeah, I never. Sony finally won a fucking format war. <laughs> god damn it. So yeah, that was fun. Anyway, so this game sounds uh, great uh, to the parts that I remember. No, it it is it is really cool. Um, you'd have to. Uh, again, uh, I, it's it's hard to explain it without some kind of you know seeing the stuff out there. But uh, I, I guess what I'm saying is I appreciate games that have like three or four different levels of strategy because also like the you you have the the strategy of just setting up the game where you're drafting the cards and picking your hand and saying, I'm going to use these now and save these for later. And like, do you push a particular card out towards like the end of the game where you're not going to get recurring bonuses from it, but might be like a one-time thing? Or do you try to, you know, do you think, oh, I'm going to be able to get this out quick and early and 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 uh reap benefit from it uh oh i'm sorry i don't know i i, I don't know what i'm doing that's making noise um so uh you know and then with the the dice the depending on the dice that you pick you get certain benefits but you also can kind of control how fast or slow the game goes so do you go for maybe something that gives you less of a benefit but prolongs the game and you can you know act out a few more turns or or what so it's it's cool it's layered strategy and it's 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 cool you have to think on several different levels and 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 you know are you bringing that next week i am awesome i bought it just just for the occasion. Awesome. Yes. So So what's Jeff like? <laughs> Jeff's a dude. He's he's like I, I don't know, he's, he's he's when he listens to this episode, what would you, you know, what would you like him to know about how you feel about your gaming sessions? Uh, it, it's it's <laughs> like what can he do better? Where can he improve? Like where's uh, Jeff lacking? Like let's get to the root of your and Jeff's relationship. I, I don't know. I don't now know. Now that you've spent three years together through multiple seasons, what's Jeff really like? <laughs> he could he could be a little bit warmer when he snuggles in and you know. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to make Yeah, like jokes. is he warmer in the spring and sort of cold and distant in the fall? Yeah, you know. He gets a bit aloof and, you know, just just wanders off. No, it's it's good. He's he's a a good you know, Euro gamer strategy partner kind of thing. Not unlike 
some other people that I know, like Kevin, who, you know, is like, oh, oh, I don't understand this game. I don't understand this game. Just just play it for me. And then it's like, ha, fuck you, I win. And then yeah, well, I mean, give him credit. I mean, half the time Kevin is sitting there with cheese up his ass. So, I mean. Yeah, so. It just comes right back out. <laughs> You're so proud of the fact that you He's just... Like, and I could put it back in. <laughs> You're sort of like, cheese go in, cheese come out, cheese go in, cheese come out. <laughs> the shape is about my ass. What the fuck? There, right? Yeah, it retains its shape. And it's perfectly fine. <laughs> Blue cheese, brown cheese, it's all the oh, same. My God. The point is it's all good. Oh, my God. More uh, all right. Anyway, so yeah, no. It's that, a good at cheese. Yeah, that was. Uh, fuck's sake. All right. <laughs> so on the video game front, by the way, I don't know if you were you 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 were uh, including all those. No. Are you, are, you, are you guys playing any? Oh, you. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I didn't mean to steal your topic. I'm sorry. Then I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna save it for the next episode. Though. No, no, no. Go on. Go on. No. Well, no. We always bring like video games in, 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 uh, into all this, and I'm kind of curious what, I, what what everybody's playing on the digital side. I, I've already said that I've been spending a lot of time in um, uh, Dead by Daylight. It's you know I've I've had this weird thing lately with with uh, especially video games, and I think it's uh, these subscription services that are to blame because they allow us to play so many things, and you kind of get this whole like what is that called fear. Uh, FOMO effect with games, the fear of missing out thing, where you're like, where you turn on whatever, whether it's Steam or Xbox or whatever it is, and you see this list of new games, and you're like, oh shit, I gotta try as many of these as possible. And the problem is, you you do wind up playing, uh, you know, a few of them that you kind of prefer and that you enjoy more, but I kind of feel like you you get bored of them faster, where you tell yourself that you're bored of them faster because you kind of want to try the next thing. Like, I was all about Anthem for, like, the longest time, and I was playing Anthem for... I was playing it consistently, but, like, I've kind of set it aside at this point. I still play Darkest Dungeon a lot. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you turn it on once. Uh, I, I play, <laughs> we bought I still, Xboxes for that. <laughs> yeah, you guys... I just... Oh, I, I can't even rationalize that move. So, like, I've been playing Darkest Dungeon still a lot, because Darkest Dungeon, to this day, to begin, just continues to amaze me. And then, um, yeah, Dead by Daylight, that game has totally caught my attention. It's one of those things that I remember seeing people stream on Twitch and thinking, eh, it's all right, but it's kind of dumb. And then I picked it up and played it once and was instantly hooked on it. It is one of those games that's, like, so simple. It's such a just, a, just, just such a simple concept, but it's really well executed, even though um, it, it has a lot of problems. It's definitely, you can tell, like, once you start playing it, it's very clear, but it's made by an indie studio or a smaller studio. But overall, they took a very simple concept, and they got the important parts right. So it's really, really fun to play. And um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it, it's great. To, to anybody who doesn't know what it is, it's a very simple concept. It's an asymmetrical uh, survivor game, uh, or PvP game, I guess. Uh, where you're either playing as the killer or a survivor, and it's four survivors versus one killer. And the goal is, if you're playing a survivor, is you have to uh, escape. Yeah, you have to survive and escape the map. And the most, the clearest path to that is uh, there's these generators in the map, and your job is to fix these generators. And once you fix them, uh, this you can you can then open up this door and then run out this door and survive. And the job of the killer is to stop the survivors from completing that task. 
and the survivors can't really fight back against the killer. Their job is to run, hide, evade, trick, and, and whatever. And the killer's job is to kill, uh, I'm sorry, to injure, kill, and then kind of put the survivors on these gigantic hooks that are all sacrifice, over the map. Yeah. yeah, to sacrifice them, basically. Um, and through a variety of actions and other perks and other things inside the game, you earn points as you play and you develop these strategies and... It seems pretty cool. It is. It's a really, again, it's a, it's, it's a very simple concept, but it's a lot of fun. And because it's an online game, you run, a, you run into a variety of players who play with different purposes and different goals. So in some cases, you'll play against killers who, for example, don't really care about killing all the survivors. They just want to make it, they just want to earn as many points as possible. So they'll literally at some point just stop killing you and actually help you complete your goals as survivors and let you escape. And they that's actually funny. let you earn points. I mean, that's pretty rare. I'll be honest. Most of the time that's not going to happen, but from time to time there are killers who are just like, I maxed out my points or I earned a ton of points. So I don't care. You guys can escape. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, again, funny. it's, 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 it doesn't happen often, but it, yeah, it happens. I installed it. I haven't had a chance to play it. Yeah, it um, took forever so, to download for me for some reason, but I finally have it. If if you're playing on Xbox, I have to say one of the issues with Xbox is that for some reason installing a game just takes eons on Xboxes. Uh, it, it even if you're not, I, I get it. If you're playing another game on the Xbox, I get it. It prioritizes whatever you're playing, so it kind of slows down everything else. That makes sense. But you can turn your Xbox and just tell it to download a game and walk away and come back in an hour, and it'll be at like 10%. Yeah. It, that's absolutely insane. I, I thought I was going to play last night, and I did the – it, like, got uh, 25% through, and it said, like, you can start. So I went in, and the only thing I could do was the tutorials, which I did. Then I was reading the manual, and I'm like, 33%? All right, time yeah. for bed. So I, I like I didn't get to play last night. That's the thing. It's like I I feel like as soon as you launch the game, it like completely cripples the download even more. It because it assumes, oh, okay, this guy's playing something. Let's slow everything down so he can play online. It's really You're probably annoying. right. But oh, and should, by the way, yes. In on the Xbox, if you like launch a game, how do you actually like close it? You don't. You just exit to the home screen, and that's it. It it takes care of all that. It's so, it's basic. Oh. It's it's like it's like the way you run apps on your phone. Yeah, all right. So, like, it seemed like it still was going slow, even though I went back to the homepage. It, it well, because the thing is, the game is still kind of running in the background. So, yeah. it think because here's the thing: if you exit a game and you launch something smaller than a game, um, it doesn't actually close the game. So, if you go back into the quote unquote multitasking that Xbox yeah. has, and you go back into the game, it'll be right where you left it off. Yeah. So that that was. Like, I totally agree. It seemed like it was going slow because I was putzing around with the tutorial. And then I was like, oh, let me shut this down and let it, and let it just fast forward download. And it wasn't doing anything. It was so No, it slow. thinks it. Yeah, it thinks you're still playing the game. So, like, for example, like when I stream on Twitch, it, because because Twitch is not built directly into Xbox the way Mixer is, because Mixer is actually owned by Microsoft. Uh, I have to kind of exit the game launch twitch set up the stream and put all that stuff in and then exit twitch and then go in back into the game and the game is still completely running where i left it off so mm. yeah so it has its own form of multitasking 
And, well, yeah. uh, as a side note, I'll just give like uh, three seconds to a, a neat little indie game called Noida, which is I Never think like a Netherlands three. word. Okay, for that was good. Thank which. you. Which <laughs> it's a it's a cool. Oh, Jerry's better pixelite. because nobody cared about his his. Uh, <laughs> Living in the countryside with Jeff. He said three seconds. I I gave him three seconds. All right, Noida, go look it up. Oh, so you guys, I just want to point out, on my camera, you guys are both sitting in exactly the same position, leaning back with your arms, and it's really fucking with me. (laughs) It's almost like a before and after, but (laughs) it's really a fail on both. And we have to, like, do the, like both extend our right arms at the same time and like <laughs> I, no no ah, damn it <laughs> I've had, laughing at the same time I've had way too Ooh. no this is really this is really fuck I, I I need to go this is really fucking with me <laughs> <laughs> all right I'll drink some more no, no yeah, so, so the games. Um, yeah. I, so um, also, as far as video games are concerned, uh, have you have you one of you played the first Last of Us game? No, the first. Uh, Last of Us. So yeah, that's a. I'm sorry, I, I phrased that terribly. There's a game called The Last of Us. Uh, I'm sorry, it's called Last of Us. Um, it's a game that uh, came out a few years ago from the same. Is it from Naughty Dog? I think it's from the same developer that makes. Uncharted, I believe, and I'm so sorry if I'm getting that wrong. But anyway, Last of Us, uh, and Last of Us Two is not coming out in February of next year. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? No, oh, I haven't heard of that. Oh, you guys are missing out on one of the best fucking games ever made. So just to give you a thing, um, just really quick, um, Last of Us takes place. It's a it it takes place in a world where there's uh, like uh, a zombie outbreak. And in the first game... Wait, wait, wait. Stop. Stop. Yes. Say that properly, please. It takes place in a world where there's a... Oh, my God. You you can't fucking... In a world with a zombie outbreak. I can't, I can't do that. I'm a foreigner. I, I can't do that kind of deep voice. I have... You've heard me talk. I've listened to recordings of me. I sound like a... I sound like a degenerate, like, 15-year-old trying to explain anything. I can't do the deep voice. I'm sorry, you're going to have to listen to this voice explain the game. I think we lost... Oh, oh, he, wait, Kevin's still awake. I, yeah, I thought okay. Kevin died. I thought he was so, dead. I, so and, here, I, and, I called, and I called no one. So. I'll start it out for you. In a world with a zombie outbreak. Cool, thank you. Go, so, in a world... Supp- I'm. I can't do just, the voice. I just, can't. I, I was I can't. doing it for you. It's going to... Just run with it. Okay, you so... You can do that. There's. It takes place a few years after a zombie outbreak, and you know, like civilization has fallen apart, and like these colonies of people and survivors, blah blah blah. Uh, you play this guy named Joel, who's like this. Uh, he's like forty or fifty years old, and I don't want to spoil too much about the game because it really is one of those games you absolutely should play. He he is tasked with uh, guiding this girl whose name is Ellie. She's apparently like okay, so there's like this outbreak and they don't know what caused it, but it's this weird like gas uh, thing, whatever. And probably she's compl- because the zombies were putting cheese up their butts. But go on. Yeah, but they were shitting it right out, so it's fine. No. And they were 
uh, she's immune to it. So you're tasked with guiding her to getting her like across the country to like these this lab to basically find a cure. And that's like the simple. That's I'm way oversimplifying here, by the way. Anyway, it, it's about the relationship that this guy Joe, oh, this Joe, uh, this guy Joel and this girl develop. It's incredible. It's one of the most like emotional stories ever. It's did it, you it, cry? It, no, okay, so I didn't cry, but I promise you, ask anybody who played. I didn't cry. I didn't cry. No, no, okay. There's a couple. Of, okay, there's a couple of parts where I might have gotten a little emotional, but ask anybody who's played this game. There are parts where you, once you actually like finish sections of this game, you just put the controller down and just walk the fuck away. Like you need literally a break from what just happened. It is a masterfully told story. Uh, with cool. with a kind of character development called? that's rare. It's called Last of Us. There's this part, like I I almost don't want to spoil it for you guys because I, all of it should be a surprise because there's things that take place, things that change through the story that is like just incredible. Both these characters grow and change and and they kind of like affect each other's development as they go along. And then there's an an incredible ending, and now there's a second one coming out. And the, from the trailer, it looks in, just absolutely insane, like in the best possible way. I, I would say that the the original the um, I, I can't say anything about the second game. I don't know if it's going to be any good. It looks really good, but The Last of Us is absolutely one of those must play games. Just get it. It's it is out for I think it's out is for it PC. On the PC. I believe it is out for PC. It's it's a very it's kind of like Have you guys played Uncharted? Uh. Don't know. No, but I have heard of that one before. Okay, well, basically, just just play it. Just play it for the fucking story. It's it's amazing. You will get so attached to these characters. It's 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 great. It's it's it is it is definitely in the category of must play. That's cool. I, will, I, don't, uh, I don't think it's on. I don't think it's on PC though. I thought it was. It was a PlayStation exclusive for a while, but I think the the it's. I thought it came out for for PC. Well, what did you play it on? Xbox, of course. I pl- no, no, I played it on the PlayStation. It's a PlayStation exclusive. I oh. played on the PS3. Oh, before, you have it. Before I had my Xbox One, I had a PlayStation 3. I remember I bought this game, and I yeah, I played through it and the expansion. Uh, the expansions you can skip. They're not bad. They're just you just don't need to play them. They just add a little bit to the story, but nothing really integral. But oh my god, this game is absolutely incredible. You, I, I promise you. If you if you if if it does not tug at your heartstrings through the game, you are dead. We'll have to look there for it. Yeah, yeah I, I might be dead, but uh I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't know what uh if it's It's not it's, on PC, I think. So one of the yeah. things that Naughty Dog does really well is uh storytelling. They have they have people that work in that studio that just that that know how to how to um, structure a game in a way where you care about the characters where you kind of you share this connection with them as they grow through this like epic adventure whatever uh, as it goes and yeah like after the game ends you're gonna be just upset because the game is over yeah well it's not on pc only playstation and i'm not buying another console so i'm sure i'll be able to watch all the cutscenes on youtube wait why don't you why don't you just buy a playstation and never turn it on yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't. I mean, you, you've done it once. What's a couple more hundred dollars for for a big box that gathers dust in your fucking house? I, have a, I probably have a PlayStation Two somewhere. 
it, it, yeah, it's a play, you need it's a PlayStation, PlayStation Three. Oh. I, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. It has to be, it has to be available for PC. There's no way it's, it never came out for PC. I don't think so. It doesn't look like it. Really? Ah, oh, god damn it! You guys are so missing out. Oh well. I mean, you know, usually like I try to drag you into online um, games where we where we run around and shoot each other. And mm-hmm. sure, sometimes. Oh, speaking of which, Kevin, you missed an incredible session of uh, of PUBG that, that made Jerry head. No, uh, I didn't get shot in the ass. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> actually, actually, at some point, the game was going so bad that I literally I yelled at Jerry. I was like, Jerry, stop, stop, just stop running, stop, stop running, turn around, look at me, and then I shot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> because we had no hope you of listen getting... to him well he thought I was going to help him he thought I was yeah. guiding him along and I did I guided him right into, <laughs> I I guided him right into a whole bunch him. of bullets right into his fucking face <laughs> anyway I'm beyond excited that, that the second part is coming out and like I said having seen the by the way do not watch the trailers for the second one okay you just, just told us to watch them. No, 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 no. I'm saying the second one. Are you going to be able out. to play on PS3? I don't know. I'm, I am I may... I, I don't know. I have to figure out a way to play the second one. No, I'm sorry. No, you can't play on a PS3. It is, it is a P, it's only for PS4. PS4. I may wait for it to come out. You're on, screwed. On, I know. It, oh, it's such a good game. I'm going to have to wait for reviews, honestly. I have to see. Because the first one was so good. If the second one lives up to the first one, I'm going to be sure you don't want to pre-order it? No. <laughs> what kind of fucking... Pre-order. What kind of cheese-shitting moron... I'm going to pre-order it, and I don't even have game. a PS4. Really? No, hey, uh, oh, hey, Kevin, I meant to ask you, um, how was uh, how's Fallout 76 going? Well, I played lots of hours of that, but I. Oh, did you? When's on. last? When's last time you? Uh, when's last time you fired that bad boy up? Yeah, a while ago. Really? That's weird. It's such a good game. You're making it sound like I didn't play it at all. I played a, a lot of it. It was well worth its Kevin reading. No, no, you played it for at least four seasons. That <laughs> 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 game sucks. Actually, you know what? I have to, you know, I have to admit, I definitely have to eat crow on the whole anthem thing. So they're basically like, I'm not, I'm not gonna say the game is dead at this point, but but it's, it's on life support. But it's dead. Oh, no, it's been on life support for a while. But they're basically, they came out with a with a blockbuster where they're saying that now that the cataclysm is over, they uh, they're like, we want to be totally transparent with you. We want to know exactly what's going on with the game, what we're planning, and what we're developing. Because it's really important to get your feedback, and nothing's more important than the players. So we just want to make sure we have open communication and tell you everything that was what what we're working on. So we have nothing new to report, and we'll get back to you soon. All right. right. And, and by later. the way, and by the way, Cataclysm was, is now permanent. Yeah, that was under pressure because everybody's like, wait, 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 hold on. The Cataclysm is over, but you're not adding anything new. Cataclysm is literally the only new piece of content you guys have added in months. And they're like, did we say Cataclysm is going away? Because we meant oh. it's not. <laughs> yeah. Developers of the year. See ya. They lost what? all their their top talent, and it was just uh, the dudes 
right so much too. so much potential so much goddamn potential in that game just completely <laughs> fucking wasted but uh bioware moved to a new office and and supposedly that's gonna help the morale of the company uh, yeah that's totally how things work does it have slides and beanbag chairs because i think that's what you need for morale it does it has well, it ha- the the way they described it now actually does sound like potential and we'll just have to wait and see but they had like full-blown um uh like studios designed for stop motion and and like green screen type of like you know real studio game specific development that's good because they totally stopped all the motion on on that game yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow, that was bad. I, I think Skippy's getting kicked out by the boss too. No, you're welcome. Anyway, so <laughs> is there any? So anyway, at this point, oh my god, you know what? I'm gonna have to edit this fucking thing again. So since it's getting kind of long, is there anything else we need to cover before we wrap this episode up? Well, uh, well, you didn't. We didn't get to talk about your your new EV. My new EV will save my new EV for the next time. And the, I did see the topic about the gas station in California being converted to an EV station, which is really no, interesting. No, Maryland. Yeah. I thought Maryland it was California. Was, nope, it was Maryland. Yeah, it's Maryland. Maryland? Yep. Uh, yeah. Maryland? I hate Maryland. Well, I mean, you know. Maryland's Maryland. the worst state, except for all the other ones that are terrible. Somewhere in the middle. At least it's closer to the north than North Carolina. Yeah, what fucktard would choose to live there? Okay, here's the thing. Carolina. You can shit on North Carolina as much as you want. I will. It's still not, and yes, and you, I'm sure you will. It's still not Maryland, okay? I'll Maryland, just, have you ever been to Maryland? Have you ever spent any real time in Maryland? Yes, I he went has. to college there. Oh, well, that explains. For like six <laughs> months. Yeah, yeah. Hey. And, that's, and that's why you're going to be living Two in a tiny house. Buddy. No, dude. <laughs> Okay, so okay, so you visited Maryland for a little while. Maryland sucks. I was on a with all due with all due disrespect to everybody that lives in Maryland, your state is shit. <laughs> anyway, I thought the idea, like the the idea of a of a new business model, and by the way, he got grants to to put it together. So I'm not sure everyone could do this, but. Um, Changing out all of the gas tanks for, you know, power stations. I guess you would call it level three. Um, the idea, mm, not necessarily. He might have some levels. I, I didn't read the. I don't remember. I read. Well, yeah, okay. I, I would think basically. I see, uh, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to bullshit my way through this conversation. I read the headline, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, the the business model was Did that people could come charged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Charge I read. To, I, I read the. I read the name of the link. <laughs> <laughs> something something, and obviously not far enough because I didn't know it takes place in Maryland. I thought it was California. <laughs> no, it's an interesting. It, it really no, but seriously, like I did. I did look through the article. It is an interesting business model because most gas stations don't even make their money from selling gas. The the, the profit margin on selling gas is so fucking tiny. It's right. it's really not important. They make their money on things like. Car washes, maintenance, uh, the food that they sell, whatever it happens yeah. to be. Right. So, so those guys like – Right. So Right, exactly. So it's basically like a bodega that sells gas. So what this guy did is he's like, well, I'm just going to basically build a station where you can come and hang out for a little bit and uh, do things that actually make me money. And while you do that, you can plug your car in yeah. and, 
and charge it up. And I think he's going to have solar panels, which means his costs are going to completely drop to near nothing. Right. Yeah. So it's great. And it, it, hopefully his business model succeeds because other uh, business owners in the area are going to be looking at, at that and are going to convert their uh, their stations to solar charging ones as well. Because well, none of them like dealing awesome. with companies. Yeah, go ahead. The 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 console. What I meant by level three was they had said they could someone could park and in thirty minutes they could go from whatever you know ten percent, fifteen, twenty percent to eighty percent in thirty minutes. Yeah, that's so, a level three. So yeah. it was like a a lounge where you chill for thirty minutes and of course you're gonna like buy that coffee and maybe maybe even. You know, I, you know, who knows? Do you charge for Wi-Fi or, you know, maybe that's a thing. Maybe that's not a thing. I don't know. Well, but he has to be a dick move. But if yeah. they have stuff like maybe some arcade games, or, you know, like. Yeah, but he has to be. Like, but convenience store things, you know. He has, like, be, but he has to be careful, though, because at some point somebody's going to say, okay, so every time I need to charge up my car, I, I, one of the reasons that people get EVs is because they say, well, it's a lot cheaper to run EVs. If all of a sudden they're like, well, great. Every time I need to fuel up my car, I drop the same or more amount of money on coffee and games and whatever the fuck this guy uses to distract me. What the hell is the point of going to this place? So you kind of have to, excuse me, you have to find that balance basically. Yeah. But that's like going to a, a you know, a shopping, you know, like a supermarket or whatever, and you get in your groceries and then right at the checkout, there's like gum and candy and like this and that. And next thing you know, that's an extra 10 bucks. So here, here, come park at my place. You can sit in the lounge and, you know, walls and walls of shit you might want to buy or you just sit there. So it's up to you. Yeah. Location is going to make a very important thing. Like, for example, literally today, uh, we were driving back and we decided to stop by and get uh, dinner on the way home. And what we did is uh, we stopped by in a town not too far from our house and it happened to have a free level two station. So I pulled up, I parked my car, I plugged the level two charger in and we went and got dinner. And by the time I came back, my car for free recharged like 30 to 40 percent of its battery. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and that's a level two, by the way, not a level three. But like. Yeah, if this place, if you could drive somewhere where you can do something that you would do anyway, then yeah, that's great. If it's a if it's a station that's in the middle of nowhere, it's, okay. So it's weird because the way that a lot of these companies are building these EVs is they're trying to get you to charge at home first and foremost. They're trying to say like, forget the gas station. Uh, you can just go to work and then come home, quickly plug your car in, and for a couple of bucks, you know, basically fill it up enough to keep doing your commute for the next couple of days or so. The stations that let you charge your car up in 30 minutes or less are meant more for long trips. Long trips. And <coughs> the or other taxis. Thing, it turns out in the article they're talking about. They yeah, I, I don't know about taxis. that because here's the thing. All of them, all the manufacturers warn you that you're not supposed to use these quick charge stations more than two to three times a week. For taxis, that means using that multiple times a day. And that's going to destroy those batteries. So I don't know if it's... Interesting. So you're not supposed to use the trickle charge. You're not supposed to use the quick charge. Yeah. 
No, no, no. That actually, you know, you're laughing at, but that is literally what the manual says. The manual says, do not use the trickle charger as a regular charger, and do not use the quick charger more than two. You're actually supposed, according to the manual, you're supposed to use a level two charger to charge your car, and that's it. But well, I think I the mean, problem. I think guy... the problem with the trickle charger is that, as I said before, I think the issue is that a lot of people just okay, like somebody comes home, let's say after work on on a Friday plugs their car in and then doesn't use it again till let's say Monday to drive back to work. And the problem is the car charges all the way to 100% and then the trickle kicks in where it drops a little then charges up again, blah, blah, blah. So the car is always charging. I think that's the part that hurts it. I think uh, these cars have a way to set up a charging schedule in them, which is what I use. And my car right now is I'm currently sort of always bouncing between 30 and like 70 percent which is technically where you're supposed to keep the battery anyway i think that is fine from again from what i've read unfortunately if all this information you get is from the internet which is notorious for telling you a million <laughs> different things yeah well i mean this one oh, and also this first place porn. that opened up they were saying <laughs> they were saying um that the taxis were lining up because that that is what's happening like they have to taxi all day and they need you know somebody in the area where they can chill for 30 minutes while they wait for you know a call or whatever and they would come into this place so it's like you know whether that's good or, or bad for the vehicle that's what's end up happening out of practical purposes well i guess theoretically you could say they also don't have to charge for 30 minutes the problem the reason that the these uh level three fast chargers are hurting the batteries because they're so they're heating they're heating up the battery so much yeah yeah like even a level two like this the this is literally the first time i plugged my car into a level two charger and my battery got twice as hot as it does when i charge it at home so a level three must really spike it i'm sure right so if you plug it in for i don't know 15 minutes it gives you enough of a <laughs> gives you enough juice to do some runs Hey, Speaking listen, which, I mean, all the nuances and intricacies of the various, um, you know, battery manufacturers and the EV manufacturers. I mean, even Tesla's got the, the, the new type of battery technology that just like it, maybe it's not in the vehicles yet, but the solid they, state stuff. Um, well, like they they came up with some kind of better um, crystal type of cathode or whatever it is that lets it do the fast charging or or something or have better range and and so on but but essentially my point is like the fact that somebody you know you were you were saying before like gas stations don't make any profits off of the actual gas here's a guy that was like fed up with so many years of the crazy gas situation and he's like let me go ev and then maryland state actually gave him grants um, some department of, you know, green energy or whatever. And here he gets a grant to, like, start up a business. How cool is that as, like, you know, a business owner to sort of, like, get this investment from the state? And then now, you know, your business model is I'm going to sell convenience stuff. And, like, it's not even about being a gas station anymore, even though that's, like, the genre or whatever you want to call it. No, that's you awesome. Know? I think it's really awesome that he's doing it. I think it's really great the state gave him money to do it. I yeah. Hey, more EVs on the street. Uh, yeah. My um, my only uh, reservation about having more EVs on the street is that right now there's still a bunch of chargers sitting around, uh, you know, in this area with, that I can uh, plug my car in here and there. 
uh, once EVs become, once um, the area is more saturated with electric cars, those chargers are gonna are gonna be uh, in use most of the time. And the problem is when yeah. somebody plugs into them, they're gonna be sitting there for a while. Well, and and the reason why this guy got a grant from the state is because there is a shortage of uh, charging stations in you know in the field. Let's oh yeah, yeah, I can see absolutely. There's definitely yeah. There's we could definitely use some more. Yeah. Anyway, I like don't... I just thought it was fascinating and like an interesting topic. It is. So a long time ago, I remember reading an article saying that Walmart was all Walmart's because there's so many of them. Walmart was talking about adding EV stations to all of their locations. And I remember everybody saying, like, wow, that's awesome because there are so many of them. If they did that, that would create a network big enough where you really can drive across the entire country without absolutely any lack of of concern about, uh, you know, what is it? Um, rain, uh, what is it called? Range anxiety. In, yeah, range anxiety because Walmarts are everywhere. I don't know what happened to that plan. But, but that would be smart because yeah. oh, I plug into Walmart and I'll go in and walk around for right. twenty minutes. That's exactly. literally the that's yeah. that is exactly the business model yeah. because if that you run any person has to sit for thirty minutes or whatever. Yeah, if you run any business whatsoever that sells goods and services, put a put a a couple of EV stations outside your shop. People will come in and spend money. Or, I mean, look, you're going to get some people that are come in and just walk around and blah, 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 and kill some time. But there's definitely going to be plenty of people that are actually going to spend money on your products. Why not? Yeah. And you, know what? If, and you know what? If, and here's the thing. They're, it's not like they're selling this stuff for free. Uh, some of these places are still charging for the electricity they're selling. And the way they produce that electricity is with solar panels. So, again, after the cost of installation, the their cost of providing this fuel drops to nothing. Well, if you have like well, a and, big and store like a profit. Walmart, you have a huge roof that's just sitting there. Well, guess what? panels on, on it. Yeah. Uh, guess what's sitting on a lot of Walmart on top of a lot of Walmarts? Yeah. Solar City panels. Yeah. You know that because they're catching fire. S- yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're producing electricity and heat for the entire yeah. store. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, EVs, man, it's the future. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of curious what happened to that whole. Um, what was the other technology there? Was it um, hydrogen cars? The hydrogen fuel cell. Yeah. Honda has that one car. Pour water in your car. That was yeah. the whole goal. Yeah, that was the whole goal. But then there were. No, well, yes, yeah, yeah, but then I no, think a lot was, of they were worried that you're pretty much driving around with like a mini, uh, yeah, your car is basically blimp. a bomb. Yeah, yeah, a big, you, a big you, hydrogen blimp. Yeah, yeah, you put hydrogen in your car and the exhaust is water. Yeah, I mean, you were driving around like in basically what was it called, like the Honda O oh, the Humanity? I think that's what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> I forget, but it was Wait, yeah. Uh, water. So you're saying water vapor? I thought you. The idea was to put water in and it cracked it into hydrogen no. and oxygen. You don't actually pour water. You, you don't you actually have a like. Tank. Yeah, you don't take your like hose a, and connect oh. it to your car. You actually need to go to a thing to an actual station that Jesus. does sciencey stuff. 
like yeah, a they, propane tank instead, but instead of propane, it's hydrogen. That's yeah, basically. That's crazy. Exactly. Yeah, like and you know, maybe yeah. the quote unquote gas station might do the cracking, but then you, when you fuel up, you get compressed hydrogen in a tank, <sighs> and the I don't think yeah. the byproduct is water. I don't think you could ever catch me in a vehicle like that. There's like if I have any phobia, it's potential energy like things. Like even a balloon in my face, I'm like, eh, get away from me. But like being next to a giant propane tank is You sound like a lot of fun at birthday parties. No, seriously. <laughs> like uh, throw right, Clown in there and he'll be crying in the corner. No, but there's this weird <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday. Ah no, I'll be hugging the clown saying, Get those balloons away from me. Um no, but it's a weird. I don't know. I should look it up if there's a phobia for like. You'd make a run. There's a phobia for table. everything. There is. I'm sure there is. But like. Ooh, is that a cheese tray? Hold on. Let me take this to the bathroom. Sir. Go ahead. Yeah, what? Well, but the point is just like a, one of those facilities with the giant propane tanks that are liquid propane just sitting there. Those tend to make me like, you know, cringe as I drive past them. That's an interesting phobia. It is, it, it, but it's a real thing. Like I'm hyper aware of the potential energy for like a, you know, fuel air explosion from a propane tank like that. Hmm. One of the worst kinds of explosions, by the way. Except for cheese coming out of your ass. Yeah. That is that is not a fun explosion. No, it's not. Uh, speaking of explosion, this entire episode has exploded to over two hours, so I'm gonna call it at this point. If Are nobody we minds. Surprised? No, we're not surprised, but we're definitely drunk and need to wrap it up, or at least I am at this point. Does anyone does anyone object? No, no, no. Uh, Although, aren't you supposed to ask for? And I always go last because I have nothing prepared. So, who am I going to put on the spot first today? Who's going to move first? It's it's Kevin. Kevin moved first, so Kevin gets to go first. Kevin, what do you want to send people off with? Send people off with. Yeah, give them like a nice, like heartfelt something that they can sort of take away from this. See, guys, stole the cheesy asshole thing. Because it was literally the last thing we just talked about. I don't know. Is that, is, were you really going to close this whole thing off on a cheesy asshole? I said, what the fuck? It could have been a thing, but then it was brought up. So now it's not like a callback. Okay. It's quantum cheese time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Jerry, what do you got? Fondue. Ah. Uh. Is there, is there a, a, a cheese themed closing? Oh, I you so. guys took all the good ones. I don't have any. I don't think. I don't have anything cheese related. You could just uh, get the cheesiest of all. There's no cheesy joke that you could make. I you do have. I Wait. I could make a cheese related thing, but it'd be horribly inappropriate. I have Wait, a cheese what's grater. What's stopping you? No, I'm, okay. I'm just gonna. Cheese grater. No, no. This is this is his face on it, and no, it's no. called Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're still recording. We're okay, so we're still recording, and you just said that, and I'm not taking that out. Damn it! I I got nothing. I got absolutely fucking nothing. Uh, uh, go <laughs> go buy an EV and help save the world. Okay, that's uh, I'd it. like to. Yeah, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the one person listening to this podcast. Okay. An, an oh, EV, oh, sorry. An EV AI assistant. 
That no, I do, I do have to say yes, yes. Keeps uh, you I, off the cheese path. You have some. I'm telling you, you have some weird obsession with with like personal assistants. Like if they made a personal assistant real doll, I I have, really, I have, a, I have a feeling you would back that Kickstarter. No, not aspect. that kind of assistant. But yes, I do <laughs> want a personal assistant. Oh, I thought he was going to say yes, I do want one of those dolls. Well, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's different. I no. will totally kickstart a personal ass that's, assistant. That's a module. That's like an add-on. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, um, go buy go buy an electric car. Go buy um, environmentally responsible cheese so you can help your fellow human beings. There you go. Kevin, I don't know what you're doing. The the light is blinding me. It blinded me with quantum science. Oh my god! All right, so we're gonna end, so we're gonna end right here. But I'm glad because we have some really important topics to talk about in the next episode already. Uh, yes, they involve horrible movies and. Blinded very... me with science. Doop, doop. Yeah. Blinded uh, me with science. We already have you on on record singing. You don't need That's to keep true. doing this. No, um, more the more the merrier. Uh, do me a favor, Jerry. By the next episode, I would like to up, uh, uh, an update on how your relationship with uh, Jeff is going. Jeff is. And how your um, how how your three year relationship is uh is building and growing and uh, like an update right. and all this. Okay. Good night, Skippy. All right, everybody, have a good night. Thank you for being here. Say good night, Skippy. Don't shit your bed with cheesy shits. This has been a production of It's Just Me Studios.